Winterfell is, do you love Cast of Thrones and want to help us offset some of our recording and hosting costs? Head on over to castofthrones.com slash donate and give us those golden dragons or even a monthly pledge of a silver stag. And now, on with the podcast. Welcome to Cast of Thrones, the Game of Thrones podcast. This week, Season 3, Episode 6, The Climb. I am Michael Thrifty Nerd tomorrow, and with me is Nick Bristow. Hey, hey guys, uh, just just one sec, I gotta put, I gotta put my DS away. <laughs> that is a joke for no one. Tim Lanning. Hello, everyone. That sure was a climb. <laughs> and Jennifer Cheek. I'm going to leave this podcast. This is terrible. <laughs> Bye. Bye, everyone. Hello. Uh, I feel like I should give a fair warning right now that Tim just ate an entire chocolate bar, and he is really just bouncing off the walls. It was my reward for running a Ragnar relay. Two days ago. Right. I'm going to throw up. Yeah, so if so, what's gonna happen is him's gonna have a lot of energy, but then at the end of the episode he'll be asleep. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting draw, it all in right now. I'm gonna draw a mustache on him. I think he'll get. We'll get to Arya, and then he'll be he'll crash. Oh What does everyone else got? Oh, I feel Ooh. like. But he's gotta he's gotta keep his energy levels up for all the sad shit we need to talk about this episode. Yeah. Oh. Man. Um, I have really been loving all the episodes. Um, I didn't dislike this one, but it didn't. It left me sad. It, I guess it left me wanting more. I, it's, it's all you know. It's almost like they like reset at the middle of the season. Like it like ramped up to episode five, and now they're like, uh, or episode four, really. And now they're like, all right, let's let's climb back up the old excitement uh, chart. Then here's my question to you, Nick. You say you left you wanting more of what? <laughs> uh, just more episodes. Torture murder. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's like it's been really it's been exciting and awesome for the last few episodes, and this one was just seemed to be all about hey, look at these awful people. There was yeah. a lot of that. What what I meant by wanting more, not more of this, like more <laughs> other things. Yes, okay, that makes worse. I was a little concerned for a second. Like, do we have a sociopath on our podcast, mm-hmm. guys? I just wanted more beautiful vistas. That was nice. Yeah. Um, what little... other tall shit can they climb? Oh, <laughs> I don't. Isn't there like a big uh, lighthouse in Old Town? I, I like the part yeah, where he sure. um, he climbed out on the little perch there, and then the camera spun around, and then he dived into the hay. That was the cool part. Um, <laughs> I hear the airy is got quite a view. Oh, I know. Yeah, if you true. just go chill out on one of the moon cells, what are they called? Sky cells, not a moon cell. That's something because there's there's the moon door. Oh, yes, that's what I'm getting mixed up. Which um, doesn't make any sense, because it's on the bottom. You can't even see the moon from there. So stupid. And then there's the moon boy. Oh, there is the moon boy. We don't ever see any of the jesters in this fucking show. Except I hate it. Dante. Zero stars. And, of course, moon blood. And oh, blood. oh, that's the yeah. only moon we see. 
We are your premier mood bullet podcast. Um, but going back to talking about general impressions of this episode, this episode made me very upset, and I had to really cleanse my brain after I watched it with a lot of parks and recreation gifts on the internet. <laughs> it was too, too much, and yeah. <laughs> I have uh, a lot of thoughts. I guess we'll save them for that portion. Of yeah, it. I've been I've been trying to convince people that they're gonna feel sorry for uh, Theon. Like, I hope I hope they do. If now. you don't feel any, if you don't feel <laughs> sorry for Theon like at all, you might be a bad person. Right. Like, really, like. Well, yeah, it's the idea of like, even though he killed children. Right. Just two. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> not like okay, so. I yet yeah, I guess I feel sorry for him. It's more just like, oh god, I don't want to be in the scene. Yeah, that I looks. I want to not be here. Okay, well, oh shit, I'll I'll I'll, I'll we'll save it. We'll I'll save go it. with my gruesome detail that I I think I noticed. Well, um, guys, let's later. talk about Danny. What did what did you think of her part? <laughs> of the oh my god, I you know what? It's almost like she wasn't there. But yeah. did you really ever su- get to Marie? It was really subtle. Um, or you and Kai? She, oh, to you. I'm gonna because uh. Hold your horses in the marine thing. Yeah, I don't want to go there. <laughs> don't well, do it. <laughs> there goes my theory of the reason she had so much boring shit last year is because she had to be in every episode. So no, yeah. no. obviously but, but doesn't. Maybe they're, maybe they're learning from that though, because really, like, there were a few moments in the episode last night. I was like, that scene didn't need to exist. Yes, like, right. Have a little bit of faith in people that are watching that they will remember this person exists. Now, granted, maybe that's too much because maybe people really will forget. They did pull <laughs> Rick in again. They they let Rick and talk for one line just to be like, oh yeah, that guy. <laughs> yeah. Here. Well, you know, this episode, even though we didn't get Danny, it did kind of give us a, a quite a few scenes with uh, Jon Snow and the Wildings. Uh, yeah. That that usually doesn't happen in an episode. Usually, we at most a character gets two scenes. Yeah. Yeah. But John is like one of the main, 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 main characters. Yeah. So he gets tons of screen time. Mm hmm. You know who got one singing? Samuel. (laughs) Sam and Gilly. Sam and Gilly. I think a lot of people were confused about why this scene was happening. Uh, yeah. Uh, Well, they escaped last week or the week before. It was the week before, week at before. least, minimum. Yeah, yeah. I think they, they were honestly were in there just so you remembered that they They've yeah. been on the run for two weeks now, and Sam still doesn't know how to make a fire. <laughs> Sam is not good at it. You know, I feel like he should have learned how to make a fire at Castle Black. But Hey, the, you, you keep trying to teach yourself these things, and then all shit breaks loose. You, know, mm-hmm. you just never get around to it. I don't know how to make a fire. Guys, don't be idiots. More wood means more fire. Uh, yeah, duh, exactly. <laughs> You have I, to have an odd number of lo- logs. That's true. I do th- thought it was. I thought it was very cute when Gilly like tells him how to fix it, and he's like, "Wow, you're good at making fires." Yeah. <laughs> <There> <laughs> Sam <laughs> is so awkward. Yeah, there's definitely a, an awkward subtext to everything they do, whether but, it's like, singing she, or making fires. She's weird too, though. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, she's, she's weird. totally weird. I mean, you know, can you really expect a girl who is like the the sister, like no, the daughter wife of a man? Like, to be yeah, her no. emotional uh, maturation is stu- stunted as hell. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you could say that again. Um, but basically, Sam and Gilly hanging out by the fire. They're on their way back to the wall. It's still going to take them a few days. Um, and they're bored because it's just them and a baby. Yeah. Well, you, can you really be bored while you're, like, scared out of your mind? Like, when that camera pulled back in the woods, I was exp- I was just waiting for somebody to step out. Like, oh, oh they're absolutely. all dead, bye. Yeah, and I think that's <laughs> kind of what they wanted to show you, was even though they're trying to be, you know, fun, Normal-ish. happy, singing, whatever, talking about their knives, it's yeah. still in the haunted-ass woods. Yeah. <laughs> can we, can we focus on that, like... Oh, hey, by the way, at, in, a, in a point where I didn't show you guys last year, 
I found this awesome dagger. Yeah, what was up with that? It's almost like that Chekhov's gun thing. If you show a, a dragon glass dagger yeah. in one in episode, the first it better act go or whatever. Off. It's yeah. going to show up by the third act. Yes, that is that is a thing that happens, I guess. Okay, I don't, and, I don't follow. That's a it's a thing. It's like if you show a gun in a TV show. Yeah, it's just sitting on the table. Yeah, it it'll come back later. And then a baby's gonna sh- shoot shoot someone. Guys, I'm just saying that baby is probably crying, and it's gonna like attract everyone. Yeah, exactly. Area. They should, you know, you know, let the baby go. Just or even like it. wolves or coyotes or anything. True. They don't even need magical monsters. Yeah. You know what? Uh, like I we've... think Sam's singing is gonna keep all those things away. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh um, hell no! Especially since he's sound. singing a uh, religious song. Oh yeah, that'll mm-hmm. protect him. That's why we... all the Draculas and so forth. Didn't work. <laughs> you know, we discussed it that if the zombie apocalypse happens, I have to kill my dog because that thing would attract every zombie like yeah. from the tri-state like, area. Oh, look at this delicious morsel of dog. <laughs> yeah. Let me uh, eat that. That's what that baby is. All the whites are like, I smell something delicious. It's a baby. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're used to getting they're used like, to eating yeah, Craster's babies. They have a, t- a hunger for baby. Yeah. We <laughs> don't know. Especially Craster's babies. Yeah, okay. they love specifically those, the flavor of them. This is speculation, them. but we don't know that. I think they turn them into soldiers. Child soldiers. Oh, well, I don't like that. In the mm-hmm. book, they find skulls. That doesn't mean they do it to all of them. Guys, I love the concept of terrifying baby zombie things, though. <laughs> yeah, because they're so innocent. You just want to take care of it, and I then they kill you. One. I can change them. Um, guys, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I mean, so mm-hmm. a lot of times they do the quick, like, here's this one character. Nothing's happening. Yeah. Remember like, this some guy? Some upset with Theon just popping up briefly, but I kind of dig it. And they haven't really shown Sam for so long that I'm cool with yeah. him popping up saying, what's up? It's um, almost like people are probably like, don't know he's a, a key character. Yeah, yeah, but, that's also part of it, too. Because this is, like, really the first time it's, like, it's the Sam scene. It's always been, yeah. like, here's Sam and Jon Snow, or here's exactly, Sam yeah. and the Wildings. It, they never focused on him. Yeah, yeah. and uh, these are definitely point-of-view Sam chapters in the book. Yep. So... What kind of name is Gilly? Gilly. I think it's a flower. Or am I thinking from Harry Potter? Because Gillyweed. Gillyweed, yeah. <laughs> I think, no. it, I think it helps you it. breathe underwater, you guys. Yeah, yeah it's Gilly. Gilly. Well, I just um, think of that SNL skit with Gilly. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. No. Did you guys see the SNL skit that I tweeted from the Cast of Thrones? The Game of Game of Thrones? I haven't seen that yet. I, I was going to open it, but I didn't. It has it, Nikolai Sarkisarda. Sardos. Carpathia? Athia in it. Um, guys, let's talk about Bran and company. <laughs> uh, Tonks. Wilding Tonks. Wilding yeah. Tonks and Mira. They fighting. They do not agree on rabbit skinning. No. Okay, it's been so long. What's her name in the show? Is it uh, Asha? It's yeah, Asha. it's Asha with an O. What's um, Theon's sister? Yara. 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 Because so, uh, yeah. she, okay, so in the books it's Osha with an O, and Theon's sister is, uh, is Asha with an A. Yeah. They thought that was too confusing, so they changed it. Yeah. Because it is so. confusing. It's very Could, confusing. Do, would you pronounce, I don't really say Osha or Asha. I, I would say just, Asha. I just say Asha. But then Asha. Guys, I don't know how to pronounce words correctly sometimes because I didn't know that P E N and P I N are pronounced different until I moved up to New England and people made fun of me for it. So I don't Wait. know how to pronounce words good. Oh, pen and pin? It's pen. It's just oh, pen. I th- okay. Pen and. Okay, say them. P 
pin and pin. They're both pin. Okay, so I no, I can't tell. Yeah, exactly. You need to take some high Valerian courses. I, you know, I would love to do that because <laughs> I'm a dork. Um, but Tonks, Wally and Tonks and Mira are skinning rabbits, and you know, guys, Wally Tonks is better at it. She's uh, really Asha good. Asha can skin a rabbit in like two seconds. Yeah, yeah. it, it looks like Mira. Uh, honestly, it looks like Mary has no idea what she's doing because she kind of just <laughs> slices at it and then she's just like yanking on it, like and it's not coming off at all. It looked real as hell. It looked really, really real. Yeah, um, it probably uh, was real. I feel like they use real game on yeah. the show. Yeah, remember when Taiwan was like elbow deep in oh, a deer man. because that, that was, that was deer. awesome. That had to have been real, right? Oh my god. I hope. Hey, act yeah. Charles Dance, get get elbows deep in this animal. How about that? Some blood on you. All right, I'll act in it. Honestly, okay, I don't know because the UK is very strict with gun laws. Do they do like hunting in the UK? Yeah, yeah like deer I've hunting. Seen, uh, I've seen, I've seen Downton Abbey, but I don't know if things have changed. <laughs> oh, they've not. Nothing at not all. Not much since down then. No. Um, I, I feel like in the movie The Queen, they go hunting with all the corgis. So I think yes. Okay. Yes, fox hunt. They That's do they do a fox hunt. Yeah, but Guys, they I still don't know do anything that. about England. <laughs> oh wait, no. I, I did see a UK movie and they had shotguns, so. So it's yeah. yeah. So it's Plus, isn't this being filmed in like not England? I thought it was like what is it? Belfast? A lot of yeah, a lot of it are is in Ireland. Yeah. Right, they're they're all part of the. Are United those Kingdom, the same right? country, guys? We're from America. We don't oh know anything. God. That yeah. I at least know the answer. No, I'm joking. Of Belfast course. is in Iceland. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought it was in Europe. Yeah, no, no, no. no. See, that's what you're you're, you're wrong. Uh, and then uh, Jojen has a scary puppy dream. He has an oh, he has like a puppy dream. He's an epilepsy puppy dream. Yeah, um, that was pretty this, sad. How do you know he, who Jon Snow is, you guys? Because well, of dreams. They, because they, like in his dreams, they were probably like, "Hey, Jon Snow," and he was. Well, like, I think I, he that, probably listens to Cast of Thrones, the Game of Thrones podcast. No, I'm sure it's some weird like green saying like vision shit. That's yeah, they get like sure names over their heads. It was probably like he was inside Bran's dream, and then he saw Jon. Right, and so he knew who he you was. You know, kind of like what actually happened, but I don't know if he's when Bran was shooting the arrow with Jon and Robb. Oh yeah, honestly. Oh, go ahead. So I, I was thinking, all oh, right, we're gonna get some cool like prophecy stuff, and then it's like, oh, Jon Snow's with enemies. Here's like, the next oh, scene. He was a segue. He's like, I'm a segue. Let me that, segue. That's why. But I'm saying that was a that was an unnecessary segue. It was pointless. Like, I, who cares? I, I think it must be for people who like don't really know if he's for real or not, and this is like proving that Jojen really can see shit. Yeah, because most of Jojen's cool prophecies in the books happen in book two. And they're yeah. very—they're also very they were, vague. Yeah, yeah. he basically predicts that Greyjoy is attacking. Yeah. They, is he coming to Winterfell? Yeah, they, they never... Yeah, the, the, yeah, the, the, the Winterfell will be, like, flooded. And yeah. that was, like, Theon coming because he's from the sea. And right. they're never, like, just like, oh, uh, Tim said that you gotta pick up so-and-so at three. Like, they're never, like, specific. This one was pretty specific. This one was specific, cause, and that's why it wasn't cool. Yeah. Hated it, bored. Ugh. Um, do we, we want to talk about John? Yeah, let's do it. The dream and go let's talk about his crampons. Oh my god, I didn't even know that was a thing. I thought you were making a tampon joke or something, and then I was like, no, that's real. I'm done. Let me, allow me to Google this. Let me take out <laughs> my key and write it down. I'm going to Google that. 
I, Guys, I, I learned about crampons when I was like 12 and I was playing D&D by myself. Oh, <laughs> Wait, how do you, what are crampons? How do you play D&D by yourself? Sadly. Follow-up question. <laughs> how Very did you, sadly. How did you look up what crampons were? I think I went to the library. Oh, my God. That you must like have taken hours. And, like, yeah, is that what it was? Would you, did you guys write down lists with your pain? I, I your think pain? we like got the dictionary out and flipped through it, or we called information. Oh my god! <laughs> zero until someone told you what a crampon no, was. Me, Help! <laughs> I'm playing Dungeons and Dragons by myself. No, Can you still do that? Can you call information and ask them shit? I who Why would knows, you man? ever need to do that now? Just call the suicide hotline. They'll tell you well, anything. Well, you can call, like... Don't tell me. I'll kill myself. Oh, no. <laughs> like, how do you make uh, pasta that doesn't stick together? <laughs> I need to tell know. Me now. This is helpful. How do I get grease out of my shirt? How does Game of Thrones in? <laughs> the, what, what is that site? Uh, no, it's not a site. It's that, like, phone number you can call. It's like... 411? No, no, it's I like know, a... They had it's terrible like, commercials. It's a free service. It's like... You could text some questions and they would answer you? you, you just, no, you just call them and you, you read a question or you say a question to an answering machine and then, like, a person on the other end will answer it and send back the... I feel like it was, had a communist name. That sounds like stupid Google. No, it's oh, like... I hate way this conversation. Version. It's... Oh, yeah. Cha-Cha. That sounds dumb. Yeah, that was not... Have what, you not. never heard of Cha-Cha? Because it's stupid. Let's Move. So you agree it's all like you do sex like someone who's a you know I a don't good know. sexer man. Good sexer, but also that is loyal? I don't know. Uh, You're yeah. a proper lover, John Snow. Oh my god. Her, I, here's the thing, like even when there's like kind of dumb things happening around this area, I don't care. As long as Egret is talking, I'm happy. Yeah, more <laughs> mm-hmm. I want her to show up and like just be gnawing on some like goat meat behind Rick and being like, you know, just <laughs> I'm in this scene too, or she walked up the stand like you don't know. I'm how in to all the scenes. And she makes fun of John Snow, like oh, John Snow. Yes, and it's, and it's the greatest. It is the man, best. He deserves to be made fun Especially of. Especially so since John Snow is so terrible for the first two seasons, <laughs> where he's like, "Oops, sad dude." And she just makes fun of him, like, Thank "I'm afraid you. of a naked girl." Oh yeah. my god, it was so funny. Yeah. Um, but I guess now he's good at sexing, so she's like, "All right." We're together now, forever, yeah. forever. I'm your yeah. woman. Yeah, I know that. I know that she was definitely saying, like, "Dude, don't betray me because I'll kill you." But it did definitely have that quick vibe of like, "You'll love me forever, right?" It was like a little bit too fast, too soon. Either. Yeah, man. But mm-hmm. really, what it was was, you know, I'm your woman. You conquered me. But it also, like I'm pretty sure you're not quite all on our side. Yeah. So it was also a threat to be like, well, she- I'm into you right now." So. I, yeah. I like how she threatened to cut off his his pretty cock. <laughs> so apparently he's got a very pretty cock. Girl knows what she wants. I've been Googling to try to like um, verify that, and I couldn't figure it out. Maybe mm. I need to go to a, a library. I don't know. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> e, Whoa, John hard- Snowcock. <laughs> uh, where in the Dewey Decimal would I find the prettiest penis? Would I find that under Cox or Game of Thrones? I think it's point eight one seven. I don't remember how the Dewey used to work. But. <laughs> That's probably wrong. Remember, did you guys have library class? And then they yeah. just introduce another system? We I'm like, like, oh, hell no. Way. I ain't got time. The internet's about to be invented. <laughs> remember the card catalog? You had to go like, look it up. <laughs> so, man, guys. Yeah, if you lose the card, the, the book's gone forever. Dumb. I hate oh, it. Oh, the past is so dumb. And you want to say, man, can you, okay, so imagine card catalog, but then go back like a thousand years and also make it not real. And then you're in Game of Thrones world. <laughs> and then, the only books they have are like told to you by scary little girls with... Eerie faces and like this was about Aegon and his dragons. 
I did not know where you were going with that. I'm half I'm... dragon. Look at my oh, face. Shireen. I'm Shireen from that it's last not episode. Shireen. 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 Bring me the ranch. That sounds like someone in my family, probably. It is. Shireen. It is. Um. So I I, I kind of feel like Egret though, like going back to you know the actual thing we're talking about. I think she likes Jon Snow a lot for some reason, and so she's like, well... The Lord's Kiss. Even if... Yeah, she really, he really won her over with that. That's really all it takes. Listen dudes. here, man. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. Um, but I think that she is not 100% sure of his loyalty. She's like, well, at least be just loyal to me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't... Just, just well, do that. She's like flat out like, uh, yeah, you're not fooling me. You're fooling everyone else, but you're still a crow. I think it was almost like one last treaty to be like... Don't do this for Mance, or don't do this for the Wildlings, but do this for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I just feel like it's a little fast. And I mean, honestly, well, Jon Snow doesn't know what happened at Craster's Keep, but, like, after they all, like, rebelled and yeah. all that shit, like, the, it, it kind of seems like the Night's Watch is falling apart. Yeah, he might be better off just to him and Egret just well, hang out and Dolores kiss him Oral all the time. Well, sa- Oral says to him, Orel or whatever, says to him, uh, our people keep growing, yours keep dwindling away. It's true, man. It is and- true. He, I, I can't wait to, he's like, listen, I used my bird to go study your uh, your little house there. There's like nine guys there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your house sucks. It's Pip and then the one-armed blacksmith. Oh, yeah. Um, and not Rast. Uh, uh, no show ever. That asshole. Um, Wait, yes, he is an asshole. I'm yes. getting confused for a Rast second. is bad. Guys, they're climbing the lo- the biggest wall ever. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Literally. And I feel like it would be really hard to do that. I was, okay... When I was watching it, I was like, what if they have to take a pee or poop break while they climb up the wall? You can't. Too bad. I you think you, the you book totally could. I think in the book, it takes them more than a day. It's a long time. Yeah, they find, like, cl- like ledges, I think, right? Do, I think so. Is I anyone don't who is a climber, can you can you help us understand how this works? It's, I think it's 700 feet. That's what... Uh, Sam says. It just seems really... Yeah. yeah it's, it's very... It's, it's almost like... It's it it's too tall. It's almost like it wasn't supposed to be that tall. I feel like I could get like fifteen feet. I would have just slid right down. Like, the rock would like, hit me. Oh my god, my arms are so tired. Yeah. I think the rock would hit me in the face, and I'd just let go and be like, I'm done. Now. And, and if, if any of you think that oh, this is just the show basically playing up tons of stuff to make it look more badass and whatever, have you? Uh, this this essentially is the way it happens. In the yeah, book. Mm-hmm. there's a few small changes. But yeah, besides isn't there that, like a, a tree leaning against it, and so they get a little head start because yeah, head start. Sure, yeah, and they almost kind of make a joke about that because mm-hmm. Orel tells them how they're still trees. But in, in the book, there's a um, uh, people called the Thins mm-hmm. that they're climber people. Agree, uh, made, made fun of them one time. They're made up, but um, they go first. Yeah, because they're like the best climbers. They're the yeah. ones that are in torment giant Spain's position. Yeah, and they basically go up first, and they. Put the ropes, but still, it's crazy hard. But well, that, and they and a chunk of them do die. A chunk that, of them do fall, happen. just like mm-hmm. what happens in this. They just oh. have that happening to John and Egret. That is a, a yeah. pretty great line where he's like, "If you fall, don't scream because you don't want that to be the last thing she hears." Yeah, yeah. I, I when they, when she said that when he said that I didn't think Egret was gonna go with them on the climb. No oh, man, she's she's down. She yeah, wants she's to go part on top of, the of that wall. She's hard. And, and mm-hmm. like, that's one thing, like, I think is so interesting about the wildlings in general in, in this series. The ladies are, like, hard-ass ladies. For sure. I, like, I, I think love it. The, if you listen to when the people fall, when the, um, 
ice chunk falls oh, off. Oh yeah. If you listen closely, or if maybe I just make, I think I'm, I don't think I'm making this up. It sounded definitely like there's women screaming. No, it sounded like that to me too. Yeah. I mean, I guess who knows if it's true or not, but it would make sense. Like, why not? Why would there right. not be other ladies? Because eager to say they have spear wives. I mean, yeah. they're not again. It's they're not as many as the dudes. Well, but. think about like think about Asha. She's spear wife. Like, and I don't know if this is true in the show or not, but in the books there was like another spear wife with her. I feel like it's pretty common. For most of the women to at least be able to, like, you know, defend themselves somewhat. Oh, well, yeah. No, I, yeah. I definitely think that. Which is very different than Beyond the Wall. And, yeah. like, Eager even makes fun of, like, the stupid girls in silk dresses. It's like, because when she's talking to John, being like, don't lie to me, or I'll c- cut your cock off. Egret's like, basically Arya. She is. She kind of is. Like, if Arya had been born beyond the wall and could do whatever she wanted to, then... Yeah. I feel like, I feel like Arya and Egret would totally have gotten along. They would right. Be kind of mischief. Oh. Someone make that. Make the spin-off. Do it now. So, they're climbing up the wall, and um, Tormund Giant Spain accidentally knocks off a big chunk of ice, and it hits Jon Snow in the head, and he falls, but then he regains his footing. Mm-hmm. Then we cut to commercial, and then it comes back. And then more stuff falls off. Well, like, Jon Snow, well, like, jams his hammer and, and it just, like, creates this huge crack. No, that talking. was Egret that did that. Oh, I thought it was Jon Snow. No, yeah, I think it was Egret. Mm. We just watched it. Yeah, it was Egret that did that. And I thought it was a slightly interesting choice where it's like, let's not everything, let's not have everything happen to Jon Snow. Or, or not have, like, everything dumb happen to right. him. Like, oh, right. stupid southerner, crack the wall. Yeah, just a shit. Hey, well, it's like, not exactly his wrong. fault, but. No, it just happened. Or her yeah. fault. I think they know. Like, I mean, if it's getting warm, like it, it warms up, the wall melts a little bit. Like, I, I can't imagine it's Science. super stable. Yeah. So, I mean, and also that just happens in mountains in general. Like, you know, shit falls yeah. down. It happens. Yeah, and then or- Oral Redenbacher's like, oh, we need to cut them loose like immediately. Sorry, and Jon Snow is like so close to like swinging and getting a hold. <laughs> and he's like, nope, gotta cut them loose. So well. <laughs> Isn't Tormund kind of holding them up, though? I mean, he's a strong guy. He's but. Strong. Right. He is. He also yells, no, when when Oral starts cutting him. Yeah. Lose. Well, that, well, that's the thing. They're the free peop- the free folk. They do whatever the shit they want, I guess. Yeah. He mm-hmm. doesn't have to listen to Tormund Giants Bane. So then after Oral finally cuts him loose, they fall real hard. But John got his little hook in that ice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, pre- and he's strong enough to hold up. Himself no, and Egret, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Egret doesn't even miss a ice. beat. She's just like... Good. All right. We'll hug, and I'm going up. Yeah, well, I was like, dude, just chill for a second. No. You must be asleep. I mean, no. like, oh, your calves must be burning. Mine are burning. Just watch. They should it. use the adrenaline to keep moving forward. Mm. I feel like that's the smart thing to do. Then they can. Then once they finally get to the top, they can just flop on the ice for a second and be like, oh Guys, god. This is so much like the Ragnar relay I did. Oh, it's it so tell similar. us about it. <laughs> You know when the pain starts, you just yeah. try to look past Did it. Did you fall down a mountain? And then you turn up your techno music and just go. Just, uh, yeah. How do you guys think? Like as soon as the camera cut away after their embrace, they just like did it right there. That's what I was joking about. Actually, I'm like, oh fuck on the wall, <laughs> do it. I feel like if anyone would, wildlings would be like, all right. Torment, turn around. They would just like be like, uh huh. I think actually in the books, there's a scene where John and Egret like either are doing it or are like finishing up or something, and like people yell at them like, hurry up (laughs) and get done. Because they're just like in their blankets in the camp. Yeah. So I feel like that would be fitting. They have a different yeah. views. Yeah, it's a different culture up there. You know, they also had to carry all that like rope up there, all those supplies. It's a lot of shit. Yeah, now that once they finally get up to the top, 
they have to go down. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. here's my question. Did you guys find the, the kiss a little cheesy? Yeah, it's a little... A little bit. A little, little bit. A little uh, Titanic. But also, like, also, but, I mean, like, what else are they going to do? Like, I I fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like they would have had some words for oral as soon as I got up there. I, I think it was awkward. They, like, made awkward eye contact. Yeah, like, there's almost fuck. like... Yeah, it was like... Awkward eye contact, and then for some reason they showed the bird, and then mm. the sun came. It was weird. It was, but it was pretty. It, was pretty it wasn't it's, bad. It was just kind of strange. Like, did it? Did any of you really like how they built the wall in like just the perfect place where one side it's like all trees and green, and then the other side it's just like pure snow. It was like a, a zone transition in World of Warcraft. Yeah, that's a, that's how I imagine the U.S. Canada border is. Oh yeah, I've never sure. been. Well, you get the Canada, if you think about it, snow. there is this giant seven hundred foot tall windbreaker that I'm sure is affecting you yeah. guys. guys. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like a desert effect. Yeah. There was, I have no there idea. were some icy bits on the, there on were. the south side. But le- much less though. How tall is like your average mountain? <laughs> <laughs> I actually was just trying to look that up a second ago. Like, I know it's not like Everest, but like, how many, wait, guys? Let's not let's not figure this out right now on the air. That sounds like a terrible idea. Okay, um, everybody, so we should go to the library, and then um, and then we get to Arya and the Brotherhood. Okay, so yeah. it's like the wall is like half of the Empire State Building. Oh, I mean that's tall, but like that's pretty tall. But I'm already talking good. about Arya. We're oh. in Aria. No, yeah, stop wanna, looking up distances and like size and things. Um, guys, Aria is shooting a straw man. And all of its bits. Okay, oh. hold yeah. up. They're traveling, and they have time to stop and make a straw dude to shoot target arrows at? They're, they're, like, they're not traveling. They're at the cave. They're still at the cave? They're just, like, hanging outside? Yeah. Still... They're also okay. going to practice, man. They definitely have time to practice. That's but all they're doing. They're chilling. Why wouldn't a hay bale do? What? Yeah, you gotta practice hitting you gotta, your, you gotta get your head shots, bro. You got your get your head, your mm-hmm. chips, your balls chopped. Yeah. By an arrow. <laughs> yeah. And then you have Angai be like, man, don't aim. Aiming's for suckers. This movie <laughs> want to shoot an arrow so bad, though. I'm like, I could do that. Yeah. Don't even don't even open your eyes. Don't even look at them. Shoot. Fuck them. I'm, Aim I'm small, take, miss small. I'm gonna take Angai's advice whenever I do shoot an arrow. I, I won't shoot anybody in it's the like, face at all. Ma'am, put your arm up. Like... <laughs> Oh, no. my conscience be my guide. <laughs> like, you're shooting everybody around here. Please stop. <laughs> what do you call an arrow shooting range? Like, does it have a special name? Archery range? I think, Archery no, range. that doesn't sound right. No. To the library. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. To the Dewey Decimal System. But as she's just chilling, shooting the strawman, um, Melisandre pops up. Oh she's like, God. hello, remember when I left? I'm here now. Look at how red I am. Yeah. So red. So I don't... Huh. Ge- geographically, this is this uh, this this checks out. This could work. Yeah, this could work. I guess so. Um, it's not that far away, guys. The doubt in Tim's voice is coming from the fact that this is not a thing that's in the books. Nope. We don't even yeah. know. This is surprises for us. Maybe yeah. maybe it could have happened. Well, n- well, the whole Gendry going with him thing. That yeah, that's different. Oh, so uh, I guess when they took, um, what did they take? Storm's End. Storm's End. They took it for a reason, and that's not in the show, so... Well, that's... Exactly. So, I guess we can talk about this now, because there's no way they're going to go... Vaguely. So, okay. So, in the second season, when the whole Shadow Baby murdering Renly thing happened, 
in the book, there was a second shadow baby that mm-hmm. went and killed this dude named Courtney Penrose, who, what castle was he at? Storm's End. He was at Storm's, Storm's End. End. And the reason that Courtney Penrose was at Storm's End and would not be, wouldn't let anyone in is because he was protecting Edric Storm, who was one of Robert Baratheon's bastards. Right. And right. And wanted him real bad yeah. to do magical King's Blood shit, too. So I think they're basically just, they're replacing that storyline and yeah. putting it on to Gendry. Honestly, yeah. can we, what happened to Gendry in the book? He just hangs out. Same basic thing. Yeah, he, he just hangs out. And that's it? He just, yeah. pretty much. Pretty He's, much, yeah. He stays with the brotherhood yeah, eventually, Yeah, he stays think, with them. But, so. so he doesn't get betrayed by them. And, right. But granted, like, you know, I mean, he he was betrayed by them, but at the same time, they they don't really like try to hide. They are, you know, servants of the Lord of Light. And when another Lord of Light person comes along, like, I mean, they're gonna cooperate. It's still you know? pretty rude. Especially, <laughs> it was just really sad because Gideon's like, I found my family now. Yeah, and <laughs> oh, well, it, we sold you. And Arya is like finally fitting in with the group. She's joined some clubs and stuff, and they take away her bestie. Yeah, man. Just for some two like. Really heavy-looking sacks of gold. Those, there were some nice sacks. Yeah, those were those were beefy. Gendry's worth a lot of money because he's really good at making arrowheads. Yeah, yeah. bodkin arrowheads. Can you make are. these arrowheads? Yeah, they're a little too complicated. I can do that. Yeah. Well, see ya. We're gonna sell you now. Goodbye. Hmm. Um, I didn't like. I do. It I did like... really enjoy the whole Thoros and Melisandre conversation. Oh, oh yeah, so so much. Man, mm-hmm. can they just make it everything being high Valyrian all the time? I'm pretty into it. How are the actors? Talking here, so learn his made up language. Do you think they have cue cards, or do you think they just have to memorize that shit? Because that's like memorizing gibberish. Well, I feel like their accents are good. Yeah, yeah. Like they all have the same accent. The guy when when uh, what's his face when Thoros was like Battle de Harris, I was like, oh yeah, God. get it. So aroused right now. Please keep talking in this made up. <laughs> and um, when uh, Melisandre pulls up, she's like Vela Morgalis, and like yeah. Arya, she picks Vala up. Morgulis. She's heard that before. Yeah, like, hello. If you perk. last year, um, mm-hmm. uh, Jack and Jack and Hagar. Tell, that's that's the key word for her. Mm. I really like Thoros, you guys. Yeah, Thoros is awesome. He's cool. He, he's an awesome drunk. He's, he's he's like I like to be drunk, but sometimes talk to God. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. I talk to these bushes. He's literally always drinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He never is not drinking. I feel like he doesn't even want to drink anymore. He's like, I, I feel do. Like- I think he has the secret of it because if you just keep drinking, then you never get hung up or you're just drunk all the time. Good advice. Um, I feel like I didn't really care about him in the books, but I really like him in the show. Yeah, I completely forgot about him in the book. Yeah, that actor's great. He's different. He's very different than what I pictured Thoros being Mm -hmm. like, but Mm -hmm. but I like it. I think he's he's brought good flavor Mm -hmm. to the character. Um, Especially like the fact that we get to see a scene. Between Melisandre and Thoros talking oh. like red god shit. Like, yeah. I know some people want everything to happen exactly the way that it happens in the book, but when right. we see stuff like this, I'm like, yay! More I, th- yeah. I think this, this is all. I, I, I thoroughly am enjoying this entire storyline. Well, it's very different in the books, but I like it. We learn new shit about him. Like, like what he said there's like a high, what was it, high priestess? High. The high priest. The priest sent, yeah, Thoros on a mission to convert Robert Baratheon. And mm-hmm. he admits to Melisandre that by the time that he actually even got to Westeros, he didn't even believe in the Red right. God anymore. Yeah. yeah. But then when he was fighting <laughs> alongside. Um, Beric Dondarrion, like, the only reason he even prayed over Beric was just because, like, 
It was yeah, it, it, like it forced a habit, really. Yeah, he didn't know what else to do. And it just happened to bring him back to life. He was like, mm-hmm. oh, Jesus, what's happening? And it was, I had that interaction with Melisandre and Beric and Thoros in the cave where she's like, you shouldn't be able to do this. He's like, yeah. it wasn't yeah. me. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, I don't do anything. I just yeah. like... I'm just like, dear f- fire god, please bring my bro back. But cool. now here's my question. Tim and I were discussing this earlier, and I don't quite know the answer to it. I, the first time that Beric died and was brought back to life, was this before or after Danny Strick? I want to talk about it, though. <laughs> oh, this is how we podcast. <laughs> was it before this, or after what? Danny's dragons were hatched. Is this before mm, or after? Before. I don't know. We don't. I don't feel like you know that for sure. Yes, I don't think because so. they mentioned Danny's dragons were born at the very end of book one. Right. They mentioned right. In book one that Beric Dondarrion was defeated like twice, maybe. Okay. All right. Fine. Even if that's true, though, because Melisandre seems to feel like okay, maybe a person could do this one or two times, but never ever six times. I feel like there must be something going on there with because they've talked about how magic is stronger. Yeah. Her dragons are well, maybe that's like that why much, she that's can break. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I think that it's contributing to to this, like, Well, you know, just because they weren't thing. born doesn't mean, like, magic wasn't coming back to the world. Because it talks about, I don't know in the show, but in the book, um, how the eggs are warm. Yeah. Like, so once Danny like, gets them. It's starting so, to float around. But they make it sound like Danny's crazy. Uh, <laughs> could be true. Well, it's true, because she's the only one that can feel their warmth, and nobody else can. I don't right. remember if that happens in the book, though. Be honest. I think it does. I thought I it did. Does. I don't know. Tim's talking should we either. should we fight no, I'm about saying, it? I'm just saying. <laughs> Jeez, guys, let's not um, fight me like I'm a straw man. I will. I'll, <laughs> I'll shoot you in the balls. So um, so they're they're carting uh, Gendry off, mm-hmm. and literally, and he's all sad, and uh, and Melisandre's like, like you're not just one of these little brothers. You're gonna make kings rise and fall. Yeah. Yeah. But how, Melisandre? That's what we want to know. <laughs> like, in what way? And is yeah. he going to survive? Because it's your theory. Yeah, and it's strange how immediately Arya's like, I don't like this bitch. And they're all like, oh, ha, ha. It's because she's your girl. So we like <laughs> You her. don't want to fuck her. Where's she's taking your man. <laughs> I, I do kind of feel like sometimes these sort of things happen, and it's like, man, they have a... Men have a poor understanding of themselves. Like, we're dumb and like boobies only. Hey, man. <laughs> Go on. You, well, you, can't even, you can't even see her boobies in her little robe I don't think that's true of men. I think most men would beg to differ. I don't think men. Are we in real talk er- territory right now? Real talk. Maybe. Um, guys, uh, let's not talk about that. Uh, Arya uh, gets... <laughs> yeah. Saunders like... Oh, yeah. Gives a, has like a premonition or she something. She grabs her face and looks straight into her soul and is like, yeah, you're going to kill some people. Yeah, <laughs> she's like... like green eyes and brown eyes and blue eyes and... Eyes that, will well, ne- like, that you'll close forever. Well, she says, I see brown eyes and blue eyes, which I thought was interesting because and technically... Green. Well, yeah, then she keeps going, but brown-eyed people are technically blue-eyed people. But what? they have blue underneath the brown eyes. What? What are you talking about? I, what is this real? <laughs> yes, brown. I, or according to the internet, brown-eyed people have blue underneath, and there's a surgery you can get to remove the brown, so you can be blue-eyed. So basically, what you're saying is you think that uh, Melisandre is an optometrist. Exactly. <laughs> you think Melisandre is full of horse shit, and her Lord doesn't exist because she didn't know your. How dare your eye you fact. not believe in the Lord of Light, our Lord of Light, Nick? Yeah. We're gonna burn you on a funeral pyre. 
Okay. You have King's blood, that would be handy. <laughs> I um, probably do. I thought it was interesting that she mentioned the green eyes, because I know the Lannisters have green eyes, and she was, you know, Arya was just thinking about how much she wanted to kill Cersei, so. Like, yeah, mm. it'd be interesting if she said purple eyes. Yeah. We, mm, that would have been interesting. We could talk about this in spoilers, because I think it's alluding to something. Mm, Maybe. Keep that in your brain. No, it doesn't. Just kidding. Tim, I, I like the idea of Tim, no longer arguing. Just being like, nope. You're such a hater. <laughs> you don't want the chocolate turn you into a mean man now. Yeah, you're in Grumbertown. Guys, I crashed by Arya. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, so oh, man. I think Thrifty won the pot. on some more chocolate. I ate it all so fast. How about while we're already mad and sad, let's talk about some more depressing shit. Let's all go right. Theon, Theon. The torture dungeon. I have a really interesting Theon about the ending of this scene. Uh, Theon, Theon about it? Yeah, Theon. Did you no. mean a theory? Okay. Uh, yeah, a theory. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, okay, at the beginning of this uh, this scene, uh, um, whoever blows that horn, did anybody else think that horn sounded like the beginning of the Benny Hill song? Kind of. I, I think that's like not occur to me, but I'm sure it does. It is. Go find that and then play it at home, kids. It, it was uh, definitely uh, jarring, even for myself. Mm-hmm. Can we go ahead and confirm just again? This dude still. We don't know his name. No, we. Okay. we I I like to think of him as Creepy Man. I, uh, I'm pretty sure he's a Car Stark, isn't that? What, what, oh, oh, that's true. Uh, he's a liar. He's either a Car Stark or a liar. Yeah, you know it's weird. You can figure this out at home. You can figure out who he is, even if you haven't read the books. Yeah, yeah it's, actually, it's actually really clear. Uh huh. I've seen some confusions, but you know, just like watch for hints of shapes I, of things. I could definitely see people not getting it. But it's yeah, fun. you should what, you should look for right there. You should yeah. look for horny characters from last season. Hor- that is true. What? Well, uh-huh. that, no, that's not really talked about. That's a book thing. Is it? No, I thought yeah. that was in the show too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it does happen, but you don't know who it is. Right. Horny? Well, horn. Like the horn. Oh. Yeah. yeah. That's true. But you don't know who that is, so that wouldn't really help a clue. The clue, I think, is the shape of the way that Theon well, is being... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to figure it out, you should go do some detective work and... Yeah. Not, you know, not so. not just, like, Google, like, who it is, but... No, you I mean, like, look in the out. background of Yes, the yes, yes. Okay. So, um, so they're playing a game, you guys. Oh, it's a great game. It's, it's like game chess on crack. Guess, it's a game of guess some shit or I'm going to hurt you, but also mm-hmm. maybe I still will hurt you. This is no nowhere near as fun as Tyrion, Bronn, and Shay's game, yeah, that was a which game. like stormed the nation two years ago. Yeah, I would like to still play that game. I don't think this game is going to be as popular. <laughs> I don't think this Kickstarter will do very well at all. Yes. I, I think that is the game technically called... Uh, which body part do you need the least? I think that it could, there could be a very good argument for that. Um, I think it's called Factor Flayed. <laughs> oh, that's even better. I know. That's good. That's good job, it. Tim Tim. Your, your chocolate, the chocolate's flowing through your veins again, I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> I am one with the choco. But all I'm to say, Creepy Dude is just doing some real psychological warfare. On and I love how, still. like, he's not even... He's really playing the psychological war, war field because yeah. he really just hops from one thing to another. Like, yeah, he's gonna he's stabbing him, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. but that's easy. He's playing a horn. He's pouring water on the ground. Yeah. He's lying. He's doing all these things. 
it's, it, he's really showing him the full spectrum of, of I, terribleness. I also oh. feel like the, the tone of his voice makes everything like 100% more terrible and creepy. Yeah, this guy's he's, good. He's so like happy about it. He's like, yeah, I'm very into this. Is, oh, I mean, by the end of it, we find out that he's doing this because he likes it. There's no yeah. reason. Yeah. Yeah, because he kind of basically says, there's one reason why I'm doing it. Yeah, it is because I want to. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. Um, so he makes Theon try to guess where he is and who Creepy Guy is. And Theon's just, like, saying shit. He doesn't know. He has no idea. He's like, the North? And he's like, yeah, that's not... He's like, do I look like a fucking Umber? Yeah. It's like he guesses that he's somewhere where the Umbers are. Um, and then he guesses Karstark, and he's like, how did you know I am? I'm sad. Yeah, and Theon's just like, you can see him be like, what, really? Did I really guess it? Awesome. Um, but then... Then no. Yeah. He says that he's a liar. He's like, yeah. Nope. Now I'm gonna literally make you beg me to cut off your finger. And he does. Right. Well, it, at the beginning of Factor Flayed, he lays out the rules that he wins if Theon asks him to cut off his yeah. finger. And um, maybe yeah. In between all this like weird interrogation shit, he's like slicing hunks of skin. Oh. Right. He's yeah. slicing. He like pricks the tip of the finger and then like slices down like strips okay so what i wanted to talk about i didn't rewatch the scene because it was really gross it looks like the top of his finger is kind of like stapled to the board and then he's as he's slicing down the thing right at the end there it looks like like just the bone comes out of his finger as he like curls it up did you guys see that too I did not yeah, look. I think so. I, it's I, disgusting. I refuse to look. I have held my hand up to the screen. So. I don't know if it was like skin falling out or his like bone finger like coming out of it. I think I, it looked like to me that he was just cutting a square off of him. Um, off of his finger. It's bad. Flaying. I mean, I think we've talked about this before. But once you take the skin off of your mm-hmm. whatever, uh, there's nothing to protect it, so it gets all infected and like rotten, and that's why you end up begging to have it like, right. cut off. Um, so yeah. this is the start. This is the first. I wonder but, what. But he um, does. He does basically scream, "Cut it off! Cut it off!" At the end, which I did not hear the first time I watched it. Yeah, yeah me either. Yeah. And that's when what's creepy face is like, "I win! I win!" And I'm, I'm a little <laughs> confused why he wants him to cut it off so quickly. But I think it must just hurt really, really bad. It, it really probably crazy. hurts a shit ton, Tim. Guys, ugh, guys, can we move on? I'm gross. Yeah, hate this. Yeah, hate I mean, this so I, much. I do love when he's like, "Oh, uh, if you think this has a happy ending, you haven't been paying attention." Which is right, because Theon's like, if I win, you let me go, and he's like, no. Oh no. So yeah, oh, this honey, is definitely no. the words that are uh, stamped on the bottom of every single copy of Game of Thrones. Yeah, I feel like this is the house motto for Game of Thrones. Womp <laughs> 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 This episode really just shows. I wonder how so Asha clearly. and uh, Mira Reed would think of uh, this fellow's uh, like, flaying skills. Like, oh, you're not doing that You're not doing that enough. right. Doing well. <laughs> I can do that way faster. Yeah. Um, how hard is it for you guys to not accidentally say his name? It is V-Strike. Ah, I almost <laughs> did it at the beginning. Yeah, it's, it's, it, I, almost, I almost slipped a second ago and said it, and I was like, ugh. Yeah, well, I, hopefully we don't have to wait too much longer. But, whatever. I think Let's we're going to. Let's go somewhere gonna... else, everyone. I'd love to. Let's go to River Run. Please. With, with Rob and Co. Rob. I don't, you know, Rob's chapters kind of annoy me. Why? He's doing everything wrong. He married but the wrong really. girl. Well, he only did he... one thing wrong, actually. It's just that 
he that one thing has really fucked him up. Yeah, it's been poor, poor decision making tree. The the um, car Stark, he lost them. Oh yeah, that was also a bad decision actually. That's true. Okay, that was that's the second. Okay, his father's son. Guys, let's let's a round of applause for the casting department because these are some fray ass fray. Oh, oh yeah, those dumb hats. Oh my god, what are those hats? They have those are on? like hats <laughs> that I see peasants wearing in medieval video games. It looks like it's from Monty Python. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what's going on? Yeah, I loved it. And um, here's a fun little fact. In the book, it explains specifically like which phrase these are, and they subtly showed you that these are the same ones in the book because the one guy has a, a limp. And the other one is a is a bastard son of Walter Frey's. So in the book, Edmure's all like, "What the shit? They really insulted us by sending us these dudes that suck to yeah. come treat with us." And in the show, like, yep, they make it look like, "Oh, it's he's a cripple." Also, look at these dumb hats. Yeah, but, but <laughs> look how they, dumb these hats are. They're obviously like the lower rung of the phrase. It, it is. That's the thing. Edmure's like, "Yeah, they're insulting us." It's like, "Yep, they are. <laughs> they really are insulting you because you insulted them, and now they're mad." Well, but, yeah. I mean, well. What did they really get from the phrase? They, like, got to cross their bridge. Yeah, but other ones... And they got soldiers. They got a couple soldiers. They didn't get a couple. They got a chunk. They got a chunk of soldiers, and the the crossing the bridge thing was very, very important to them at that time. It was a very high price, though. Didn't they also actually leave some of their soldiers? Yeah. They Uh, left some of their soldiers there, too. Well, probably as a, I don't know, insurance. Literally for that exact reason. Yeah. Um, What happened to those guys? They're there. Hmm. You'll see them again. Interesting. Um, so, Walter Frey has three things that he demands from Rob and company. Mm-hmm. He wants a formal apology from Rob for fucking him over and not marrying one of his daughters. And Rob's like, I'm down. Let's I'll do, do it. it. I fucked up. He wants Hall. Why does anyone want this fucking melted-ass castle I think, full of bad luck and I, I ghosts and I think Hall is literally just becoming a, an end-joke. But I it also it happens in the book. But... I think Harrenhal just has a lot of land. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's um, it's valuable. It's just cursed. It's on a giant lake, and it's near King's Landing. I just feel like everyone is like, yeah, totally. You can hold Harrenhal. It's just like bad luck. Yeah, it's it also goes. real melty and shit. Yeah, it's a shitty castle. Yeah, it's. I'm trying to think of like a real world comparison of being like, oh yeah, we'll just do this. Something. It's like it's like happen. Detroit. Oh. It's a lot like Detroit, guys. We have a real <laughs> problem in this country. I'm I'm sorry to our listeners in Detroit. Yeah, we do we have Detroit <laughs> listeners? Thank you for letting using your your ten hours of power a week. Oh my god! <laughs> <talking> about. <laughs> anyway, the last demand that um, Walter Frey has is that Edmure has to marry a specific Frey daughter. Yeah, He's he doesn't no get the choose. Yeah. Edmure Edmure is not having it. Not Mm-mm. at all. He's like, well, how old is she? And they're like, 19. He's like, okay, that's pretty good. That sounds yeah, great. Right. Like, do you want to inspect her teeth? Yeah. He's like, yeah, I do. He, he, maybe he should inspect his own damn teeth. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I like that she has teeth. That's a good sign, but Deep I want to. Uh, how many? How are they sharp? Is she a vampire? Yeah. The <laughs> laws of. God and men say that no one can force me to marry anyone. David oh, Blackfish is like, I'll punch you. No, the Blackfish says the laws of my fist are about to compel your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the best threat ever. I'm going to start using it. God, I wish the awesome. Blackfish was in this show since season one. Because I, I do feel like they're doing a good job of making him be pretty awesome. Like I, I feel like they're making the show watchers understand his greatness. Because he steps in and like shoots the arrow and he's badass and he just like is giving everybody what for all the time. Y'all, I miss, I miss great John. He oh, says stuff that like we want to say. Too. Yeah. Exactly. But like, 
okay, here's some real talk for me, though. Like, everyone's being like, man, you can't make me marry. It sucks. I'm like, why don't you just have an affair like everyone in Western? Whoa. Yes. You hear that, ladies? Wow. I'm just saying, no. I, that I is pretty harsh. I don't care. You know what's harsh? War. War's some harsh. of us believe in the sanctity of marriage. I don't. No. <laughs> You're married, though. Marriage, it's... It's bullshit. It's terrible. That's Tim's wedding ring, and if you could hear it just then. Um, uh, sure no, no, but here, okay, hear me out. This is why I think Edmure's argument right here is really stupid. Because he's like, no one can make anyone marry someone. I'm like, I'm pretty sure like half, like 90% of the women in Westerners have to marry people they don't want to marry. I do believe so. you said no man can yeah. make another man marry someone. That was yeah, a pretty... Bullshit. Suck it the fuck up, Edmure. Too <laughs> fucking bad. Tough titty. And Get plus, that's happening. That's happening. It's, also, in the wait. Next scene. Yeah, it don't we, with, with Tyrion and Cersei. Yeah. Don't oh, we know? St- I don't know if we know this. Uh, hasn't Edamir like not like tried to get married like for a long time for some reason? No, that's, the, that's no. not. That's, that's blackfish. blackfish. That's oh, it's just a blackfish. Yeah. yeah. Well, we Edmure, do know that the Freys have been trying to marry Edamir to one of his daughters for years. It's just yeah. that the Freys are all like gross inbred looking, so he yeah, doesn't want to marry them. Um, you know, Edmure has a cool plan of like, if I say no, then they'll come back and let me pick. Like, dude, no. Why are they here? Come on, they're not Guys, inbred. Why are they like coming out so weird? Is he is he just weird? The yeah, he's uh, old. Yeah, he's his genes. He's in duck and egg. He's yeah, old. but just because yeah. you're old doesn't mean you have weird babies. That. Your your semen gets old. His and, yeah. and runny. Oh, any. I don't know. Basically, I, I do appreciate that Rob is like, look, I recognize this is totally not fair, and you're having to atone for my sins, but if you do this, I'll remember it. It's like, dog, I love that pussy, and I'm sorry that you're going to have to marry someone else, but I can't quit it. It's too late. <laughs> also, you're real, really fucked up at the mill. Yeah. Yeah, yeah remember that. It, really man, they up. really make and then Edmure is like, "You're just gonna keep bringing that up, aren't you?" Yeah. Yep. I, lo- I love uh, t- the show Edmure. He's just so stupid. He's very bumbling and annoying. Like he, like the fact that he thinks he's even allowed to be like, "I'm not doing it." Yeah, they awesome. all look at him like, uh, "What no. are you doing?" Yeah, he's great. He's <laughs> Get out great. of here. Um, but it, he, Rob submits at home. Is like, "Listen, fucks, I've won every battle I fought in, but I'm losing the war. Let's, we so all true. gotta pitch in." It's, like, damn, right. it's true. We'll go there in like two weeks. Yep. Well, you know, it's in Game of Thrones, it's not necessarily about the battles on the field. It's about the battles off the field in the bed with the talking and the uh-huh. the, the deals and the alliances. And the formings and all that stuff. All the politics. So that's probably why Rob's not actually doing that great. He's too honest, just like Ned. Like uh, mm-hmm. Exactly like Ned. Exactly. He's, He's so his father's son and... He needs some devious people around him. I don't think he anyone does. around him is devious enough. Yeah. He had Theon, and he fucked that up. That was kind of, yeah, he did kind of fuck it up, because he trusted Theon to like, go And away. he had uh, Bolton next to him, who was all like, let's torch this guy. <laughs> yeah, torch he was him. like, a flayed man has no secrets. Yeah. It's like, yeah, th- yeah, we like kind of outlawed that, or was Bolton? It's like, no way, I'm going to get this nurse to heal them, and then I'm going to do sex to the nurse. <laughs> he could have done sex to the nurse and not oh. married her. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but oh, not if he's Ned Stark's son. Uh, All right, I keep forgetting. Ned Stark has a bastard, so he's he? okay <clears> with <throat> it. Why can't he? Why can't his second wife be afraid, and then everything's good? 
just double them up. It's like I'll take two wives. No, two just like and a husband. <laughs> you yeah, know. just give me everything. I want to be able to play board games whenever I want. Oh my god, that would be the best. <laughs> uh, I want to marry two girls and a guy. And what it's just a place. You play war You're already games. married to one girl. You just need Why one do you want to join our sister wife's church? Well, I just, play a board I, game. I just really need board game partners, and I need someone that can't say no. Mm. <laughs> now I'm sad. This ticket to ride is only for three people. <laughs> you have yeah. to get divorced now. Yeah. Guys, I, I hear. I'm pretty sure in Kentucky, it's not illegal to compel your wife to play board games with you. <laughs> really? Yeah, really? No, is it illegal in Massachusetts? Because Tim does it to me all the time. <laughs> well, sh- that's not true, guys. That's not. Sh- you not- love board games. I do love board games. You better. Yeah. Oh, guys, someone save me. <laughs> if there, there's a hotline you can call for board game abuse. It's, it's still zero. After Jennifer, you ask them Jennifer, about Cramox. What? Jennifer, blink twice if he's threatening you right now. You know what? You guys get to see me. <laughs> She'll probably no blink twice eventually. I don't know if she blinked or not. Guys, help me. She didn't. Um, you know who else needs, you know who else needs help? Man, someone help Brian. That dress is so pink. Girl. It's the Pepto-Bismoliest of dresses. Jennifer, who's that that sassy man and T- uh, Tyra's um, uh, model <laughs> show? Miss J. Miss J. I feel like she's wearing a dress Miss J would wear. Miss <laughs> J or RuPaul, one or the other. Man, she yeah, that's true. I saw Miss Tim, I'm really proud of you for a little Thank reference. You. Now the, I now won't call the authorities, the board game authorities. Because <laughs> her hair there. is all du- like slicked back. And oh, she she yeah. She's Miss Jay's help. It really yeah. was funny this part because I was like, man, they have a really hard time making Gwendolyn Christie look bad. Because I know doesn't. this is yeah, this is where getting Gwendolyn Christie to do this did not pay off because she is not ugly enough. Like she yeah. looks fine. The dress is kind of dumb because it's like, really pink. She's but... TV. She, she's, well, she's she's pretty in real life. So She's very pretty in real life. She should have hunched her shoulders some more or something. I don't know. Because she looked like, in, in the because in the book it talks about her in this dress and Jamie like, this is a, a Jamie, can we say that? Yeah. It's a Jamie chapter and Jamie like mentions multiple times in his brain like oh she looks stupid in that dress. Yeah, she, she does she's supposed to just look ridiculous. It, yeah, it's like very ill fitting cuz she's supposed to be super bulky in the show. She's, she has she's big got old big shoulders. shoulders but she does not have boobs Boobos. really. So the dress is like all tight in the shoulders but like gapy and like like not Do you guys do you guys remember right the female American gladiators? Not like the contestants but the like the actual gladiators? Of course I do. That's what she is. I feel like one of their names is Ice. I would, I would, I would take that bet. That's probably true. Um, but anyway, I almost said Gwendolyn Christie. Brienne and Jamie are having din-din with mm-hmm. Bruce Bolton, and Bruce is like, "All right, Jamie, that's fine. You can go back to King's Landing as long as you tell your dad that I didn't do any shit to you. <laughs> as long as you <laughs> pinky swear." That I had nothing to do with this. Not that, well, obviously not that hand. That's gone. The other, the other hand. The working one. Um, and Jamie's like, all right, cool. I, I do love th- that throughout this conversation, Jamie is still like a cocky ass, and I love it. Yeah, he's like, I can't cook meat so good. Yeah. But <laughs> he's I, like, why did you bring me here other than to watch me fail at dinner? <laughs> <laughs> he really needs like just like a fork attachment now. Yeah, but you know what? Brian's got his back, though. I love that. So she just like reaches Smash. over and like, Pwah. They make a cute couple, huh? They're so cute. I 
I love it so much. Guys, how about how crazy the scene was where he starts with his two-tong fork, and then without even explaining why he switches to his knife, I was like, I don't get it. I don't know what's happening. He's just having. He he should have just picked that shit up and just gnawed just on it. Just exactly. That's what I do when I'm at fancy restaurants. I guess I guess he was trying to like I don't know keep some semblance of not being a wild animal. Whenever I go to a fancy restaurant and they give me like three knives, I'm like, no, no, no. I'll take two knives, but go ahead and put them together. That's right. Give me scissors. <laughs> I want scissors to cut my steak. I'm a man what of class. You, what if you brought your own scissors? <laughs> my, these are my steak scissors. Oh, my no. cooking Oh, no, shears. I don't need any scissors. Thank you. I just imagine you cutting up, like, green beans and Oh, you can cut steak, anything. A potato. Oh, you definitely could. <laughs> So, um, Brain's going to have to stay and answer uh, for the treason she committed with Catelyn Stark. And Jamie's um, not into that at And this all. is definitely mm-hmm. Roose kind of going rogue. Well, this yeah, is man. like, I'm still going to, like, I'm going to punish you for Rob, and I'm going to go against Rob and send you yeah, home. Yeah, what's it, up with that? Roose doesn't seem to have a lot of confidence that Rob's going to actually go through, you know, get to the end of this war, you know, and win yeah. on top. Yeah. And then Jamie's like, uh, I insist that Brienne goes with me. He's like, nah. Nope. Yeah. What incredible, incredible fortitude uh, shown by Roos in not not using the pun here. Because he goes, I would have thought you would have have learned not to overplay your position. Oh, my God. I didn't even catch that. Really? Oh, my God. It was so funny. Here's the thing, though. I don't... I feel like the fact that he didn't say hand actually makes it worse. I think that's I, the joke. I think that's why he's, he's he just is really good at fucking with Jamie because he did the same thing last week when he was all like, "Your sister is totally fine." LOL. And then Your he does it here. Dead too. Not. Yeah, like he does the same thing here where it, it <laughs> makes it worse that he almost said it and then didn't. Mm-hmm. Like, guys, oh. do you think they tore down the set from season two? I feel like we go to the same places, but I don't ever feel like. They're like they're, where we were last. T- yeah, they're they're never. It's like they're never in the same room from the last season. They yeah. change it up. Um, oh, it's a castle. Well, this is kind of it's kind of a big shift here. Like after everything that Jamie and Brienne have been through, like Jamie was trying to get rid of Brienne like the whole time, I and now know. now he he needs her. Like obviously he needs her for her for steak cutting and yeah. And for hanging bo- out. For hanging out in hot tubs, looking at boobs and stuff. It's like, tell me mm-hmm. which cup is full of horse pee. I've mm-hmm. had some issues in the past. Don't ask. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, but not, I, I, to clarify, I want the one with pee. I, it's kind of addicting once you yeah. have it the first time. <laughs> you got the taste, and he, now he's addicted to horse pee. That's good. But wow. it's a secret. Nobody can know. No, just you, Brienne. You keep my secret. You're my secret keeper. Um, I do think he cares for her. Uh, he cares for her now, and I don't even think he completely understands why or what's going on. But they obviously care for yeah, each other. Yeah, because right now um, he's like, "Here's another way I can get what I want, even though I'm not sure what I want, but I want to do it." I, I feel like Jamie's so impulsive too, just in general. He's just like, "Yeah, I want to bring her with me." Yep. All right, this is my decision. He's still but. in the mode of super rich Jamie. He, he hasn't Kind of forgets, like, dude, you need to look yourself in the mirror because, no, you're not in any position to be, like, arguing with Riz Bolton. Exactly. Mm. Riz Bolton also just, like, I don't, I don't know. Do you think that non-book readers, like, understand, understand what's up with Riz Bolton? No. I think non-book readers might not even know who he is. Riz Bolton, guys, just. <laughs> what side he's on, anything. 
Well, that's why I try to point out last season, like, look how important it is that after the battle, Roose Bolton wants to um, torture the the Lannister prisoners as opposed to take them as prisoners. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. Roose wants to get things done. He wants... Yeah. Also, I I really thought it was interesting, the little detail where Jamie tries to give him wine, and he's like, nope, I don't partake. Yeah, I thought that was interesting, too. Like, oh, so you want your senses to be, like, 100% there is what you're saying. You're like, I don't trust anybody. I do. Well, he's like, that's that seems a little fishy that you don't want your wine. Yeah, exactly. Like, Doesn't he drink some weird concoction in the he books? He drinks Hippocrus in the books. And that's like... Isn't that super- it's spiked that's, wine. It's, the, it's the, um, the winged horse from Harry Potter. Oh, Didn't one guy. season we had, like, a six-minute goof about Hippocris? Uh, yep. I think that's probably in, like, season two book club. That sounds so. like an idiotic thing that we would do. Yep. <laughs> that um, sounds like us. What other I dumb things that we come up funny, with? Hippocris is a drink made from wine mixed with sugar and spices. Mm. Yeah. That just sounds it like sounds wine. Like sangria. It sounds like sangria. Oh, that sounds great. I want that. I'm in. Um, can we go to King's Landing? I'd love to go to King's Landing. <sighs> Guys, we're getting closer and closer to all the sad... I liked it where we were making goofs about hypocrites again. <laughs> Can someone find where we make the hypocrites goof? If we don't, I'm pretty sure perfect. it happened. Um, well, I guess <laughs> we'll real on it. We could talk about Tywin and Lady Olena being awesome together. Yeah, yeah. This, this is, is only this is the only like pairing of like awesome actor and actress that we hadn't really seen yet, and it was like yes. It they was, haven't been together yet. Uh-uh. And they just go toe-to-toe. Oh, my God, it's pretty great. It's kind of a battle of the the wits, really. This is one of the best quotes in the entire episode. Where So Tywin and Elena are like, like, okay, let's figure this shit out. Tywin wants Loras to marry Cersei. And Mm -hmm. Elena's like, hell no, Cersei's old. She's old. I don't don't know how to put this, but she's going to get menopause soon, so that ain't going to work. Yeah, and then Tywin's like, well, Loras no. is the gay person. Yeah, yeah so she's like, Loras is a gay. She's like, oh, yeah, he's a sword swallower through and through. I thought, I thought that was, that was so dope. Oh, yeah, he's so basically funny. like, Tywin's like, all right, I got this attack coming at you, and then Elena's just like, nope, pushing it yeah. off the side. I love how they like try to like put Tywin in, like, you're a bad guy. You think gay marriage is wrong. Yeah. Well, yeah. probably Elena thinks gay marriage is wrong too. Well, but no, because no, Elena's like, oh, well, where I'm from, you know, we, you know, we don't care about like boys like, ex- you know, experimenting under the sheets. Yeah. And She's really, like, come on, Tywin, you, you never done a little bit of gay stuff. Yeah, you never did a little bit of a circle jerk. The invented scene of Lady Elena Tyrell asking. <laughs> Tywin motherfucking Lannister if he's done gay stuff. <laughs> you know so you've done beautiful. gay stuff. Tywin, did you do butt stuff? How many times? You did you touch your butt? But marriage for these people really, at this height of a level, isn't a... Like, we knew it wasn't about love. But, like, it's so yeah. much farther away. It's, like, that, about politics. That's Honestly, lands, that Edmure's thing is lances. so super dumb. Because, like, yeah, you are... Like one of the fucking upper class, you don't get to marry for love. The only issue no is if you have bastards. Uh, except for yeah. Rob, just murder them, just yeah. kill them. Yeah, except for Rob, but you know that's working out real well for him. That's work, Rob. Um, stupid. Yeah, but you know, honestly, like uh, Cersei and Cersei and Loras, you know, they're kind of perfect for each other because Loras doesn't want to have anything to do with Cersei, and Cersei probably doesn't want to have anything to do with Loras. So. Yeah, they could just like be in a loveless like. Yeah, they're like, married. Do you, you want to not make children? Like, okay. Sweet. I mean, I don't know. I, I do love it, though, because I, I think we talked about this a little bit last week, but 
marrying Cersei Dolores completely neutralizes her because it ships her off to Highgarden and she can't use her sexual wiles on him. So it's like, yeah. oh, get out of here. It's not very effective. You are useless now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I think that's why she's so freaked out by it. Yeah, I mean, that's other, probably a good point. Other than the fact, I mean, she, she already, I mean, her marriage to Robert was pretty disastrous and she does not want to have that happen again. Yeah, and she wasn't really able to use much of her sex magic on him. No. Yeah. But this also, this further cements the, you know, the Tyrell and uh, Lannister alliance. Yeah. Yeah, because oh, Marjorie, end, Marjorie and Joffrey and Cersei and Loras. And so. I'm a little curious why they would, why Tywin wants this. Is there not, like, another... Well, he doesn't want Loras to marry Sansa. Yeah. That's definitely true. Yeah. I think he probably kind of wants to get rid of Cersei, too, because he seems to not like her. Yeah, that, that's Yeah, again, case. he wants to ship her off. He wants her gone sure. out of the way. So I think... Uh, so like, what other houses could, like, you have to go marry a Tarly. Yeah, yeah, who else would she marry? Because uh, she can't... A Dornishman or... Maybe. Yeah, this, it's a really good alliance. Guys, I want to pl- I want to plot this. I want to... Like try, it's if like, you're playing Game of Thrones, if I I want to be the Game of Thrones matchmaker. Well, Marcella is gonna go marry a Dornish person, so that's yeah. so we so got seven kingdoms. That. We got the North, we got Dorne, we got the Reach, we got Riverlands, we got King's Landing area, we got Stormlands. Yeah. And I'm out. So the Stormlands they already technically have because yeah. Joffrey is a Baratheon. Yeah. They already sent Marcella off the door. They can't really do anything with. Well, they have Tyrion for Sansa for the North. They don't really have anyone in the Riverlands. Oh, it, no. But they need. Well, they're, they're going to. They're trying to get the lands. That's true. They have Lannister troops all up in the Riverlands. Gonna, and they're, they're sending Peter Baelish to Liza Aran in the Eyrie. I almost said something mm-hmm. uh, so, so, we had the uh, Tywin fires with the whole uh, Sword Swallower, and then Elena fires back with the, well, incest trumps gayness. <laughs> Which is <laughs> definitely true. Remember that one from my, my card playing days? Yeah. <laughs> And uh, and then Tywin just flat out calls her bluff. Like, yeah, because he's like, okay, cool. So you don't want Loras to marry Cersei because you think she might not bear children. How about I make sure that Loras doesn't ever have any children ever by putting him on the king's guard? Right. No, legitimate children. Yeah. Because last week we were definitely like, isn't Loras already in the king's guard? Right. And now they specifically mentioned it that, <laughs> that he's, he's not. He's not. He was yeah. in Renly's king's guard. Right. He's not in Joffrey's. And Olena. Okay, this scene apparently a lot of people were confused about. I actually was a little confused too. I was absolutely the first. The first time I watched it, I thought that uh, Lady Olena was like, "Nope." Yeah, I did too. But what she? So what Tywin was gonna write with the pen was orders for Loras to be in the King's Guard, which is why she was like, "Nope, break the feather, find you uh, in King's Guarding," which is really rude. Yeah, and and she's basically like, "All right, you win. You're a formidable opponent, and I'm Mm -hmm. impressed." She's like specifically, it's like, "Oh, it's nice to meet a man that actually lives up to his reputation." (laughs) Yeah. So she wants to do him. She, probably, <gasps> she she's saucy. She would. I'll, I don't. You know what? I'm gonna go ahead and guess it. Tywin Lannister not good in bed. He gives the Earl Lords kisses. Oh, no, he <laughs> he didn't get any practice with the boys under the sheets. So that's exactly. So he doesn't know what's <laughs> up at all. Um. So while we're talking about poor old Loras and Sansa, let's go to the awkwardest day date by the waters ever. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Oh, oh, like gay date. Gay, oh, right? It's so bad. It's so bad. Like, it's really it's really sad because I don't think that Sansa realizes quite how awkward it is. And Loras is just like, oh no. Which is a little strange because I think Loras's character is set up to be chivalrous and uh, charismatic as hell, dude. He, he is, but I also do remember a Sansa 
perspective chapter from the books where she's like, or, oh, this happens in the show too, where she's like, oh, you remember when you gave me the rose? And he's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> well, and also since a lot of the stuff we do see for Loris is through Sansa's eyes, and George R. R. Martin has mentioned before that sometimes we have unreliable narrators. Yeah. And Sansa is probably the, the worst with that. She's, well, mm-hmm. she's young and, yeah. And he's also mentioned he's accidentally forgotten things. <laughs> <laughs> he should he have just kept going with the unreliable narrators. Like, yeah, man, I'm a genius. Uh, so, smart. yeah, I mean, it's totally, po- it, this technically uh, doesn't clash too much with the books, but. But this scene was, I don't know, I thought this was, uh, okay. it was funny. Last week bothered me. This week really bothered me. Okay. With, expo- what's that? With Loras being like, oh, I want to do your dress. and I know. I thought it was like, so, it was too much. Yeah, I don't think that's what his character was like I, in the book at I all. I agree. He's really not. I mean, Yeah, he, he talks about like, oh, I've dreamed of my wedding and the dresses and the flowers and all that. Yeah, He's like, very weird. I, I, th- I, I don't disagree with you, but they do oftentimes specifically say how uh, done up Renly and Loris are yeah, as in like that, that they was, would that was a Renly thing I think though I think he had it too because he, he has like really badass armor yeah but, but I, it's like well, with like flower he had a cape of flowers that's true but all, all of them he, have fancy armor though here's, but not here's like the other him. thing though in, in the book he was really really dedicated to Renly yeah. like I don't think he would have been off like fucking the first squire he ran into. Unless he was fucking to keep his sads away. But yeah, I think he was like really, like at this point in the book, he was still really sad. Yeah, he's yeah, he was, pretty yeah. crestfallen. Well, uh, uh, another thing too, maybe it's been a while since we talked about this, but Loras was Renly's squire. So that's why they got so close. And he was very... They got close for other reasons, Jennifer. I'll explain later. What? Source no, following. But see, he already was devoted to him, and then also he fell in love with him, so it was like... And then he was like, no, now, also you're my king. So, yeah, at this point in the books, Loras is still pretty devastated. Because I think when Sansa... He and Sansa have that conversation in the books, and she's talking about the the roses and stuff, he's very preoccupied and sad, because he's thinking of Renly. Because Renly was there yeah. that day, when he was, you know, fighting in the tournament and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, I just think that they, they it was a little bit of a, a cheap... Easy joke. It was just a cheap with joke. the haha gaze like clothes and brooch and brooches and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I, I, mean, I don't think it, it jives against his character. I don't know as much as what you're saying. Mm. I mean, he's just like a badass warrior dude. Not that like warrior dudes can't care about clothes and stuff, but I don't know. I, I, I'm not disagreeing that it's not. This a, is all the a, a also the same joke. dude who like sliced Renly's nibble to be like, don't be afraid of blood, slice. Right. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, uh, like, and, like, last week, I feel like his training sessions would be much more serious because, like, he is... He's, like, an actual soldier. He, like, he's, knight. like, the best swordsman. Yeah, he's very good. He's, like, Jamie good. He's yeah. absolutely Jamie good. We can, we can actually know for sure that he's Jamie good because the only person that beat Loras was Brienne, and Brienne beat Jamie. So they're all, like, in the same level of good fighting. Well, you know, but when Brienne and Jamie sick. fought, it wasn't really even footing. Jamie was pretty tired. True. I'm just saying they're the same general tier yeah. of fighters. So, yeah. Whatever. Anyway. Sansa's really into Loras. Loras is not into Sansa in the story. That's what It didn't even I, seem I, like Sansa was that into Loras by the end of it, because he's so... I think she, she got the... This is not going as well as I would like. Uh, yeah. A little sad. Meanwhile... Uh, Tyrion and Cersei are spying on them, being like, 
fuck our lives. This is the worst. <laughs> hell world, and I hate it. Yeah, they they finally come together when like both their worlds are destroyed by Tywin. It is like it's kind of like a nice little tender moment between the two of them. Yeah, as much as they can have a tender moment. It's basically the, like the kids hate each other like the most until the parents are mad at both of them, and now they're like, "Well, now we need yeah. to team up. We need to gang up." On yeah, them. gang up on our, on our stupid evil dad. I think most parents would know that. Mm. That's how it works. Mm. Tyrion wants to know, out of the four of us, who is the worst off? <laughs> and he thinks it's Sansa, although he does say, Loras will also come to know a deep and singular misery. <laughs> That's such a great line. One thing about Tyrion is Tyrion hates Tyrion. So He does. He, he also hates Cersei. Yeah, I don't know who he hates more. Maybe himself. Um, I do like that Cersei's like, we could just kill them both. <laughs> Cersei, that's not the answer to everything. Please don't do that. Stop. It's a bad idea. But that also, speaking of killing, Tyrion's like, hey, did you try to kill me? <laughs> yeah, by the way, while we're What's talking about it. Follow-up question. Why'd you try to kill me? Why'd you do that? So this, is, this scene's kind of weird because he's like, oh, why, you know, who, there's only two people that could have told him to kill me. You, you know, you and Joffrey, who was it? And then she's like, she doesn't say anything. And then he's like, oh, man, so Joffrey did it. Yeah, why that is the that? smart play. Yeah. To not say anything. Remember that, guys. Always deny. Or don't. don't no, anything. just don't say anything. Just plead the fifth. She, she does get this like sad look on her face, though, which I think she does often when she's thinking of Joffrey because he's so out of her control. I honestly don't remember like what actually, who actually I don't ordered it. I also don't know. <laughs> but but last it, time we tried to guess, we were wrong. Well, I was wrong. <laughs> and I can't so what did we guess last time? Well, it was with uh, Killing of the Bastards. Oh, yeah. okay. I thought Cersei did it. I thought it was pretty clear. And the show was like, nope, Joffrey. Oh, Joffrey. So, I mean, maybe it's it's decided in the books. But... I have thoughts about this for later. Uh-oh. You know, actually, so, Killing the Bastards is kind of a good call, like, if you know what happens. Yeah, he didn't get them all, though. Did not mm-hmm. catch them all. There's Gendry, guys. There's Gendry. He's still alive. So now uh, Tyrion has to go tell Sansa that, sorry, you have to marry me. Oh, yeah. man, it's so and, rough. And when he does... <laughs> Shay's there. Yeah, Shay's like, uh, I could, you, you could tell me. Of course, I can be here. And he's like, you know, sometimes it's <laughs> bad to hear things out of context, and then you will regret them. But you should leave. No. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm actually pretty glad we did not actually have to see this confession yeah, on camera. Yeah, I agree. It would have been painfully awkward. Because right. he does. He literally says, "Well, this is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this is awkward." Yeah. But then, like, Sansa, she has no idea why it's see that awkward. She's why it's like, as okay. awkward as. Cut to say it's a crying, yeah, she's weeping, sobbing, and and oh man, and poor Shay, Shay's face is just like stone face, is not good. Mm. Yeah, and then uh, Littlefinger and Varys get to have another little of their secret fight offs again, which is I, great. I, I was so pumped when I first saw them. I was like, yes, another Littlefinger versus Varys fight. My so favorite. do you think Littlefinger just like sits next to the Iron Throne and? Just stares at it. Yeah, apparently, because he's like it? counting the swords and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's he's got so... nothing better to do. Well, he's also about to leave. He's feeling nostalgic. True. Apparently. How many swords do you think are in that throne? Apparently, two hundred ish. 
I feel like that's true. I trust oh, the finger in, in we, that one respect. Can we go back a bit? Like, the, we didn't finish the Sansa thing. Like, Sansa and Shay are, like, looking at Littlefinger's ship. Oh, yeah, there. I could have said that. Maybe I didn't. Um, yeah, that it, the ship they're watching is the the mocking jay. Um, that's mocking yeah. Is yeah. Different. I know, I know. It's Hunger <laughs> Games. Uh, that that's Littlefinger's ship leaving, and so she's sad. Leaving or yeah, it's it's leaving, and that's why she's sad because um, she lost her chance. Yeah, her chance is gone. I believe, yeah. I, I believe that's what it was. I don't think it's leaving because Littlefinger's still there. Yeah, but is he? It, she told them that she's not leaving with him anymore. And now she's like, maybe I should change my mind now that I know this new information. Well, now that she has a choice, but, I mean, she still wants to be stolen by Littlefinger. Well, now she does. She didn't before. Right. And it's kind of, like, Littlefinger's there, obviously, because Littlefinger's talking while it's going on. Right. Mm -hmm. That's what I, I got the impression that she was staring at it and crying because she's, like, rethinking her options. Yeah, and it's, like, the only choice I have left. Yeah. It's still his ship. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's his, but his ship is like it's chilling out in the water. It looks like, like it's leaving. Before. I thought it was. Well, this is, it's the same kind of view they've shown it like three other times. Yeah, mm-hmm. in the background, it's just like out in harbor. It is weird. It always does look like it's leaving. It's yeah. always by itself. <laughs> it's like constantly trying to get away, but it can't. All right, so that, back to Littlefinger and Varys. Yeah, so Varys is is comes upon Littlefinger while he's creepily staring at the Iron Throne and he's all like, oh yes, the throne is made from a thousand swords of Aegon's enemies and Littlefinger's. That's bullshit. It clearly isn't. <laughs> yeah. So they have this philosophical conversation basically about like, what is real and does it matter? <laughs> and just like this, the Iron Throne is not really a thousand swords, the kingdom is not really anything either. Mm-hmm. Like, Varys yeah. is serving the realm. But Littlefinger's like, that's dumb. The it's realm's made not up. really anything. All this stuff is made up. Er- yeah, it's like very... I don't know. What's the word? It's I, all a fairy tale. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if he's... I mean, like, it kind of calls back to that thing where Varys is talking about who has the real power. If there's exactly. a cell sword in a exactly. room with a, a priest, yep. a king, and somebody else. And I feel like the conversation kind of starts... just Like Varys and Littlefinger's conversations normally are. like Not friendly ribbing, but they just... They, you know... Verbal joust type right. of situation, but it quickly turns very dark um, because basically Littlefinger's like, "Yeah, I know what you did. I know how you tried to turn Roz against me. That's fine. I took care of that." Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I'm not punishing you. I punished her. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah, you said you were protecting her, but no. Yeah, you didn't. So, meanwhile, uh, ugh, I don't oh no, what do you mean? Oh, Roz. Roz. <laughs> How did he know Roz was gonna kill her though? How wait, how Joffrey was gonna kill her? Alright, well how did he know Joffrey was gonna kill Roz? Because I think that Joffrey came to him being like, I want I want a lady to shoot crossbow bolts into. Mm, I want a murder lady. Because he talks about how he had a friend who wanted to experiment with something. And something very dangerous and And you could almost even see Littlefinger bringing it up to Joffrey. Like, hey, listen, I know that you play the crossbow a lot. I know you like weird sex stuff. I, I Yeah. You got some weird sex stuff. You know, you're a little weird um, creep. How about this? How about you shoot this girl to death? Um, It'll be great. You'll love it. Keep in mind, Joffrey was fully clothed. Yeah. So right. It, I don't think it's a... I think he just wanted to kill someone. I Yeah. But it... But... 
I guess we're just going to talk about this scene now. Um, the way she was, it, it was still very, it was very sexual. Like the way she was tied yeah. up and like the clothes she had on. Um, right. Cause she was there probably thinking she was like there to like oh, have yeah. prostitute sex. Yeah. She's and, like, I'm going to try to do sex with Joffrey again. Even Hopefully this time. time will be less painful. Um, this scene really shook me up a lot. I, I think because like the Theon stuff is also very upsetting and it's torture and it's horrible, but I was prepared. I mm-hmm. knew that was happening. I I knew something bad was going on when little Peter started talking, and then I saw Joffrey the crossbow, and I'm like, oh shit! But I just was not prepared for the scene at all. Right, and since Roz is a completely made up character, it's like they can do whatever they want to her. I just got really attached to her character, though. Yeah, she, she got a lot better in season two. She got very she, interesting. Like she had a lot of sex positions, and <laughs> those well, were very but, nice. But no, not even that. It was more that she actually has started like even like. Maybe not last episode, but two episodes ago, she's like, "We've we've come so far." When she's talking to Shay, like she's not a prostitute anymore. She's like really improved her life, and then she died. Well, we—I mean, as bad as it sounds, like we hadn't had a real Game of Thrones dark moment for a while, mm-hmm. right? But like, was it necessary? I don't know that this was. Necessary. It was definitely not necessary. Well, yeah, I mean, none of none of her stuff is necessary. But we I just, we needed a shocker ending. We needed okay, something no, but, for this episode. So, literally, it was just with a shot, because, like, part of me is like, why did they kill Roz in this way? It was to let you know that Littlefinger is bad and that Joffrey's bad. Well, we already know those things are true. They well, just it just reminds people. Yeah, I still I feel like it's bullshit, and, and what what came to my brain, I don't know if you guys have watched any of the uh, Tropes versus. Uh, women the feminist frequency stuff that Anita Sarkeesian does but she has a video on women in refrigerators um, and, and the concept of it originated with comic books where a female character is killed to advance a male character's storyline and I totally feel like that's what's happening right here like the whole point of Roz dying was to be like look how evil Littlefinger and Joffrey are and now it's gonna like do some shit to like Make berries upset and do weird things there. I I I don't know. It it, it bothered it, me. It's definitely true that they, if you put any stock into liking any individual character, then when they die, it's hard. And they definitely killed this character to show that Littlefinger. I think most specifically that Littlefinger's bad. Yeah, because right. because it, she was working with Littlefinger, and it's just like all the more upsetting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. It's a, it's a very strange sort of territory of defending characters you like. And, and um, like, if they killed some another character in a really shitty way, if it was if it didn't seem like it was earned, I, I, I would not like if it didn't seem earned right. more than um, in which way. Because sometimes it could be a little gratuitous. I this just, was on the line of being too gratuitous. I just think that with the show's history of already being like really like let's show girls boobs and bush for no reason like it just felt kind of like they didn't earn that if that makes sense i felt like it was a little bit slight i mean not out of character for joffrey it was a lot i I feel like he's still in the torturing animals phase of being a serial killer i don't think he's full-on serial killer (laughs) yet yeah yeah i i i I was also very surprised that they went ahead and, and made that leap with Joffrey to straight up. Well, you know, last episode, like, Joffrey was kind of, like, 
under, or not the last episode of the week before, uh, Joffrey's kind of under control under Marjorie, and I was just we don't feel that like, bad about him, and now everybody's like calling for his head, which is where, which yeah. is where, where the audience should be. Can I just say I'm just really glad that Marjorie wasn't in the room too because I was kind of nervous that was good. Uh, we we're gonna pan out and she was gonna like, be in there. I think we're being like, uh oh. Yeah. I don't think that he could have done it if if Marjorie was there. Marjorie. I also don't think. Them. I mean, I I don't know. Who knows? I don't think that I don't think that Marjorie's bad. I think she plays the game, but I don't think she's actually a bad person. I right. She, I, I I don't think so anyway. I don't know. Yeah. I hope so, because I like her as a character, and I would really like to think she wouldn't kill a person. But anyway. well, they'd all kill someone. It's just well, like just like randomly like killing like basically a prisoner at that point. But I think that Roz got a lot of like real bad shit heaped on her in general because she was kind of like a a, a way to show like this is what life is like for a prostitute in <laughs> West Coast. Mm-hmm. So yeah. she's you know under Littlefinger's employee, she sees that baby get killed. Littlefinger's like, oh, you're sad for a night? Okay, but if you, like, don't... If you don't, you know, shape up, then you're gonna get some bad shit happen to you. And then she's in the scene with Joffrey and the bad... The scepter beings. Yeah. And she has to beat the girl. Um, and then this happens. It just seems like she, a lot. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, unfortunate things happen to Roz. Yeah, it's I, not a good life for her. They can't have, like, five different prostitutes to have these stories happen to. She's just the one we know, and that's why it all happens yeah. to her. And that's not, like, act like this isn't game of thrones where terrible things happen to different characters uh, often and always and uh, i think we've we've mentioned in spoiler towns whatever like one specific character that plays a pretty big part um in some further uh, stories a girl mm-hmm. specifically has like a, a terrible life terrible and terrible terrible life so these things happen in the world building and it's just an, a reminder to show you that Littlefinger's terrible Joffrey's terrible and uh, if she made Roz betrayed her quote unquote master so yeah she did but she uh, someone's like you know she played the Game of Thrones she lost yeah she did mm-hmm. I just I just have a hard time like this is I mean, this is not in the books at all like she's not a character in the books and I just I don't know I don't I don't give the show like makers as much of a benefit of the doubt on things because I feel like they are in that TNA business mm-hmm. so I just worry I don't like the concept of violence against women being a sexual like a titillating thing I don't like that and I don't know oh uh, well yet. I don't think it's supposed to be titillating to you yeah. I mean no uh, I, I think it's supposed to be like gruesome the way she was, but I feel like the way she was all like trussed up all I think in the what bed, you should. Oh, I, don't I think, think it's supposed to be titillating to the audience. I think what it was communicating was that it was started off titillating for and, Joffrey, and then moved to something. Well, you know, I, I, I think straight up disturbing. It was. I think it was, it was just communicating okay. her 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 intentions for going. Why she was there. I don't know. I just I just don't like the torture porn thing. I'm just glad we didn't see it at least. But. Yeah, it's, if, since it only just panned quickly, it wasn't. You know that yeah. the Theon stuff. But honestly, I don't love the Theons. I don't. I don't love the like dwelling on the flaying stuff either. To be honest, so I yeah. don't know. Maybe it's, I'm, it's just shocking. You know. Uh, yeah, it's upsetting. Anyway, that, those are my thoughts on it. I would be interested to hear what other people thought. I was chatting on Twitter a lot with people right after this happened. Um, my friend Betsy, who does the Wild and West roast with me, we were having freak out text messages back and forth after the episode because I could not handle it. <laughs> yeah. And I do get the concept of 
it's kind of like in a show that doesn't always treat the some some women it treats it's of the shows on tv it does have some of the best female characters but but there's also a lot of like a lot of like here's some boobs um i get the concept of kind of being uh wary of uh them using any i don't know females just advance the plot point especially by them being exactly horribly murdered yeah yeah i like to think that roz is off just Ship, you know, being a captain of a ship somewhere. And oh, me too. And maybe hanging out with some cool peeps, you know, yeah. making, making that money. Yeah. Poor Ross. At least three of you will get that joke. Maybe. At least three. I don't uh, get it. Well, three okay. of us that are on the podcast. <laughs> hey, uh, that's it for this week. Let's talk about some iTunes reviewsies. Yeah, yes. some some high points, some some positive, some positive. Yes, vibes. not super sadness. <laughs> After that valley of terror, Doctor Sherry says, "Awesome zero one from South Africa." Wow, says, what? Dear diary, huh? Dear donkey. What? 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 Um, Jarkaris <laughs> says the reputation of this podcast is unsullied. I don't know about that. I like it. Uh, Dire Badonka Donkey from Canada says, G'day, mate. <laughs> Crazy for this cast. Fran Narc from Canada says, G'day, mate. Awesome. Circle 811 from the United States says, Best sports cast. New feature, ball talk. <laughs> Barrick Bananagrams Bombarian says, Best <laughs> podcast ever. That's funny. Look at your face says, Two words, awesome. What? <laughs> Uh, the stallion that uh, of the mountain that rides says, "May the Lord of Light cast His light upon this podcast, for the night is dark and full of terrors." Meta Steve says, "Butts and nuts." <laughs> Stillborn from uh, Canada oh. Ugh. says, "Good day, mate. Great podcast." Uh, Calamo says, uh, "Weekly tradition." Chris Labs says, "Great." Kamaraboots says... I can't even see what you're saying, so I can't help you. You scroll down to the Google Doc. Alright. Love the show. Really helps while BSing with clients. What does that mean? Un- Tim, <laughs> wait, did you really not know what this said? It's Seymour Buns. Seymour Buns. <laughs> you read that really... You, what? I have butts on the brain. I can't help Seymour, it. Seymour... That's tough. Who doesn't? How are you? <laughs> Unsullied22 says, You are the Valerian Steel of podcasts. Rockaway says, Cast of Thrones is the ultimate GOT geek fest. I don't really know for that geeky, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> GTUK from the United Kingdom says, The awesome podcast. Definitely worth paying the iron price or the gold price. Five stars. In I'ma Let You Finish says, It's great! Nacho Achoa says, Best Game of Thrones podcast out there. Thrasher says, The best. Crash... Crash Test Sherry says, Hey, you guys, flay me. I think she said, You guys flay me. You guys flay me. me. I get it. I added a comma. Uh, Tim Jaw 10 says, Great job. Direwolf ate my shadow baby from <laughs> Australia says, Your awesomeness is increasingly exponentially every week. Royal Post, also from Australia, says, The Game of Thrones podcast for me. Moon T says, Cast of Thrones podcast. Thank you. Uh, the Kaz 17 from Australia says, S. Outstanding podcast. I'll take it to the bank. Wow, we had a real international. <laughs> and then he says, "Good day, mate." Oh my god, <laughs> oh no, he's from oh Australia. Not another Canada. one. No, another one from Australia says, "Good day from Australia, mates." Oh my gosh, I love it so much. I know they said that down there too. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. we had a real international 
you know. <laughs> if any of you are from space, just uh, let us oh know. Oh my gosh, are you uh, on the space station? Get in an ISS, yeah, that'd be great. Hey guys, uh, thanks for it, talking to us on Twitter. We got so many uh, awesome things to talk to you guys about. Like, Jim Watari, Allison R. Maudlin, Patrick Colin, Brittany D, Code Red Phase, Griffin Fire, Dean W. Thompson, Ryan Stark, Eddie, Sean Shane, Sean Shanna Barger, Paul Lewis, uh, Shiraz Sleezy, uh, and, and a lot more. Uh, thank you guys. Uh, that's a uh, uh, cast of thrones on the Twitters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just yeah. just a couple. We we have so many, there's so many of you. We I mean we we try to respond to everybody on the Twitter. But y'all are just too dedicated. Well, that's mm-hmm. how you get into Cast of Thrones inner inner circle. Mm-hmm. That's true. Just, just chat with us on yeah. Twitters. But I guess that's really all of the non-spoiler section of the podcast. Oh my god, right? yeah. for spoils. Yeah, uh, stay tuned if you want to if you want to hear them spoilers. Uh, but until next week. Keep riding that donkey. Guys, what guys, what's that smell? This milk is rot. No, you say that at the end. God yeah. damn it. We get it wrong every week. Oh, I'm so bad at this. Um, no, guys, okay, spoiler. It's spoiler time. It's time to talk about spoilers. Oh, my gosh. Um, so, first thing I want to talk about, spoiler-wise, is, holy shit, Mel Snyder totally predicts Arya's fate as fate as a faceless man, woman. Yeah. I was so hoping cool. that, so, when the, she first started talking... She's like, I see your eyes of these eyes. And I'm like, oh, that makes yeah, a lot more sense. She was the but then she says, then they all go dark. And I'm like, well, I guess that still holds true. But you, you feel like she's it, talking about the, the face masks that she uses? I almost felt like more assassin and less face masks. Oh, well, she goes blind face. at one point. She does go blind. So that mm-hmm. could be, it could be that. I was just reading, reading those chapters. But Arya has a great time in the Free Cities, you guys. Comes with, oh my god! With camel cuts all the time, and giving them what was it? The um, the fig. Giving them the fig, which apparently is where you put your thumb in between your middle, your fingers, and it basically it's a vagina. That's what I it can is. see. That, that sounds uh, like okay. a clit or something. Right. It's obscene. It's like a middle finger, guys. That's but what that looks. Giving like. them the fig. So she's ro- running around just killing people, <laughs> obscene gestures, having a wonderful time. And selling fish and stuff. Yeah. But Melisandre is predicting her killing people. Yeah. Which made me happy. And uh, we find out that they meet again. I don't think they've met in the books. Yeah, that's not in the books, but I hope it happens in the show. Oh, I mean, Melisandre yeah. sometimes un... It doesn't really... Um, she's bad at reading directly. the fires. Sometimes, sometimes she messes up. Well, she's not reading the fires at this point. She's just like looking at her. We're reading something. The fire of her eyeballs. She's got fire, a fire in her soul or yeah. something. Aww. Aww. Uh, so hopefully, so are you guys in my camp of uh, Jon Snow and Egret will just run away together and be together forever? Mm. Oh, like oh, they're yeah. gonna change it in the show. Nick, hmm. I see you've been reading my fan fictions. So I have. I am. I'm. They're- I'm the one that commented. On that. They are full of gratuitous um, butt scenes, 
and I'm not sorry. Mm-hmm. Not it's all butts all the time. That's actually my screen name. It's called, butts you guys, if you want to look it up, it's jennifersbuttfic.com. <laughs> it's a very popular site. Game of Thrones buttfic, Star Wars buttfic, oh my gosh, uh, Harry Potter buttfic. All butts. Um... How long do you do you think we have until John and Egret have to part their ways in the sad way? Maybe the soon. end of the season. It's going to be totally soon. I think it's yeah. the season, judging by the trailers. Yeah, because there's like there's they show Egret shoot an arrow, and I think in the rain that, they show yeah. like Tormund's giant Spain about to kill some random dude. Yeah, it's about to get rough. Um, so Egret, so Egret's going to die. Do you think they're going to do the whole, like, go across the wall, go down to that lake thing, and then come back? Or do you think they're just going to go down and then go fight the Night's Watch? I think they showed that lake tower in the background really? in the trailer. Yeah. Interesting. I think they'll do that. I don't think they'll attack the, uh, this side of the wall. See, the one thing in the season. show, that they, they, they always have to pay attention to, like, how far people are traveling. Because people get confused if they're, like, one episode, they're one place, and they're all the way at another place. They have to show, like, the transition. Guys, people travel places. It's okay. Yeah. Don't worry about it. So, so they got some magic donkey that just takes oh, them all over. But they don't. They know That's the thing. They that. don't. So Jon Snow uh, is going to betray the wildlings at some point and go warn yeah. them. Or go mm-hmm. back to the this side season. Of the Night's Watch. Yeah, I think you think it's going to happen this season? I think, I think he so. leaves this season. Yeah. But I don't think they're going to attack up. Uh, the I guess Westeros side of the wall or the oh, oh you, so you don't? don't think he's gonna kill Egret until much later I don't think Egret's gonna die this that could time. be I think a pretty gonna shoot him with an arrow though that could be a pretty big finale though because because at this point Red Wedding's totally gonna be episode nine what big thing's gonna be episode ten uh, it, I think it's gonna be probably them taking Yukai oh yeah they'll probably have a day you're right they'll probably have a Danny moment for the big well that will happen. Episode eight. I don't know. Mm. I have no idea. I well, have no idea. Whenever they get to the Jon Snow Egret, like Jon Snow killing Egret, I don't think it's ever like very. Sp- I think he thinks he killed her. No, I don't think he does. Sure, he's, pretty he's pretty sure he sure doesn't because yeah, it's like not hit one of his arrows. Right. He checks. Oh the, yeah, yeah. But I think in the show he's gonna like watch the arrow go into her chest or something. Yeah, it's gonna be very be like, dramatic. It's gonna be like very sad and romantic. And Tears of Fears is, is gonna come. Oh on. my god, so hard. Yeah. All he's go. Oh, oh my god! Next season, he's gonna be so emo again. Uh, I'm bored. Yeah. So I mean, he still needs like next season. I, I feel is gonna be so Jon Snow heavy again, which is fine. But it's just if it's gonna be grumpy Jon Snow. I'm, I don't want that. We yeah, could leave that alone. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of maybe grumpy people is not the right word, but like, uh, what are they gonna do with Theon? For like the next million years. Jesus, just he's just this. gonna. Okay, he has ten fingers. That's like ten more episodes of that. Would you guys be okay with just like randomly checking in with that guy dancing around him and stabbing him? <laughs> just like, oh man, that's still gonna happening. Get, it's gonna get hard though. I mean, it's already hard to watch. I, 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 I actually <laughs> keep biting on my pinky and like I'm afraid of. I can't get it out of my head. I mean, I don't look at the the actual blood stuff because I do not do well with that. Um, I mean, I think eventually. I don't know how long it will take, but eventually they're just going to have him be Ramsey's creature. Like right. He's going to be full-blown reek. Honestly, next season, like, it's going to be the last quarter of book three, and then it's fair game. Anything from book four and five is fair That's game. That's true, because, yeah, because at that point, they're in the same timeline, and who knows. Well, we have, so a, much we have a lot. Do. Yeah, we have a lot to do in book three, like Tyrion killing... Uh, 
uh, Shay Tywin. and Tywin and all that, and yeah. him escaping um, all that There's crap. There's a lot of exciting stuff. Riding to talk pigs about. and stuff. Oh, man. Yeah, I bet 90% of next season is book three. And they might Are we going like to get to the. Jamie. Do you guys think the uh, Joffrey's wedding is going to be like one of the final episodes, like episode ten? No, no, I think it's going to be next season. Definitely. Really? Get to it? Yeah. Nope. No. I think they'll probably save that pretty late. Actually, what are they going to do once the big bad? See, that's the thing that's interesting. Like, once Joffrey's gone, you don't have like the one big bad anymore. Well, then it kind of changes. Like, there's lots of big bads because by book like, five, there's, there's have, like the Boltons. You have the Boltons that are really bad by book five. Like you have Danny's own set of bad people. Well, in all honesty, that is one reason why the the books aren't nearly as good. Because there's not well. Because you get Cersei's chapters and you realize like, oh, she's just fucking crazy. Yeah, there's not like one. Tywin's that, dead. Yeah. Which hey, you know what? While we're on this, let's talk about our crackpot theory of the week, which doesn't really have a name. It's just some thoughts I had. What if Littlefinger is like the big bad of the series? And this has always been I my, can believe that my my favorite uh, reading of the books is that Littlefinger is the bad guy, like the bad guy. Right. I right. think you think Littlefinger is controlling the whites. <laughs> I don't know about that, but he's definitely well. Okay, so my he's first using the chaos the whites are bringing. I'm sure my first theory thread um, is that Littlefinger is the one that's convincing Joff to do a lot of things. So we know we know from book three. <laughs> I forget. Anyway, when, when Joffrey at his wedding has the dwarves jousting on pigs, I think that's that three. idea was that was dropped by Littlefinger, for sure. The idea was. So we know that he's like feeding him ideas. Step back for a second. When Joffrey commands for Ned's head to be cut off, everyone is super shocked about it. Cersei's like, what the shit? That yeah. wasn't planned. Like, no one was planning for it. But in the book, it talks... Uh, Tyrion and Varys are talking about it. And he's like, King Joffrey gave the command. Janice Slint and Sir Ilan Payne carried it out swiftly without hesitation. Almost as if they had expected it. So the thought is, who who else could be influencing Joffrey to do stuff like this? Yeah. Maybe Littlefinger. And it seems like... Because Littlefinger definitely... The fact... Once you realize that Littlefinger convinced... Liza Aaron to kill John Aaron. Yeah, exactly. That is when mm-hmm. everything. That's that, when the House O cards. That broke my brain when I realized that 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 long thing. It's such a long like con that they they explain to you where the dagger comes from. Yeah. And then they kind of move on from that. But then you're like, but wait. What's going on? What happened with John Aaron? Yeah. So Littlefinger convinced Liza to poison John Aaron. Is that what happened? Yeah. She poisoned him. Yeah. So, he did that. Why would he not kill another hand? Also, he has double reason to hate Ned because he loved Catelyn. Mm-hmm. Man, I think that must have really broken my brain because I don't even remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? You don't? Yeah. It's like I'm sure it's true, but... It's such an I'll... important thing. So, Littlefinger's... Man, he's just pulling so many strings in Westeros. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other big thing that I actually think they alluded to in the show a little bit... Because in the show, Tyrion takes over for Littlefinger for Master of Coin, and he's all like, I know where Littlefinger's getting this money from. He's borrowing a lot of it. And the concept is that throughout the the show and the books, they're like, oh my gosh, the realm has no money. Like, we're super poor. We borrowed too much. What if Littlefinger did that on purpose? Right. And And he's stealing money. It goes past the idea that uh, King Robert was dumb, but that uh, that Littlefinger was like, using his dumbness to hide 
how he was actually bankrupting the like realm. totally bis- and Littlefinger's family has Bravosi um Ties. heritage yeah and that's where all the banks are that Littlefinger was borrowing money from and those dudes are serious because in book five that Bravosi banker goes to find Stannis in the middle of a fucking snowstorm to be yeah. like give me money <laughs> give me my money <laughs> give me my money back um but there's a there's a big old a big thread. Um, if you probably if you just search, it's on the Reddit uh, Song of Ice and Fire subreddit. Robert didn't beggar the realm. Littlefinger did. There's a whole a big explanation there about how even if Robert had had so he has that tourney of the hand that costs like a hundred thousand dragons. If right. he then something that and they talk about how just astronomical huge that was. He would have had to do an event like that like every three months the entire time he was king <laughs> to put them six million dragons in debt. Like it doesn't make it doesn't it doesn't add up. Yeah. I, I feel like it makes complete and total sense for Littlefinger to have been stealing yeah. and then being like, "All right, bye, suckers, I'm gone. Have fun." Yeah, he, I mean, he did up. finally get that ship he always wanted. How exactly. did he get that? He, he got the ship and he got the Sansa to take away to his fucking castle that now he owns because he killed Lazarin. Yeah, <laughs> he gets what he wants. He, yeah, slowly, He's, but surely. Him and Varys both are in it for the long haul, but I think I really, I mean, I don't know. Maybe we, we really don't know at I, point. I got this sense in that last scene where it was just like somehow it had become this thing where Varys was good and it, yeah, and Littlefinger yeah. was pure evil. I definitely got that vibe. But I don't think that it's never that clear in the book really. Well, not really. They try to make it seem like Varys is good or at least some sort of Ish. like lawful neutral. Everything not- in the book is kind of black and white. No, It I just makes it easier to read that way. I mean... Uh, uh, <laughs> oh man, I'm on fire. Littlefinger is just and so your lips shut, so you can't talk anymore. Littlefinger is just super menacing in yeah. that last scene. I, yeah. it, man, like chaos is a ladder. Oh, so scary. Yes. Oh, that's such a good scene. You know when he's like chaos is a ladder, and then they cut to Jon Snow climbing the wall. Yeah. Oh, it's like the climb. He literally says the climb. Yeah. Like wow, it all comes together. Yeah, I thought, um, he's so wait. If the if chaos is the ladder, like Jon Snow is climbing to chaos. Maybe. Well, Jon Snow got some shit coming up. That's for sure. That I don't mm-hmm. think anyone that's just watching the show at this point could even begin to fathom what's going to happen with Jon Snow, because that shit gets so weird yeah. up on the wall. Yeah. And ugh. well, that, guys, that's another crackpot there for another day. Guys, last spoiler: when Tyrion. And Sansa get married. Do you think there'll be a scene where Tyrion has a sad boner? Oh, oh man! Oh, well, me, we're not gonna see sad boner, but he might. And Tyrion will be like, "Oh God!" Well, the why thing do is, I have a boner. Okay, it's cinematic that like him like making awkward faces and looking down, and being like, "Are you for real?" They don't talk a lot about like the whole like, okay, she's of marriage age, because in our world, like that's totally like weird, it's super creepy, really well, weird, creepy child it. sex shit. Like they can't show that. Like it would right. like. People would be outraged. Like, even just the notion of it. Like, they, they, they could do something where they had Littlefinger menacingly talk again, and then have, like, Tyrion sigh, have Sansa cry with all of her clothes on, sitting on the bed, and just have the door close. Right. They're, they're gonna like they're that. gonna do the whole wedding thing, they're gonna shove him in the room, and then it's just gonna be real awkward, and then Tyrion's gonna, like, comfort her or something, and that's it. Oh. He does try to do that, actually, but I think he, like, kind of pats her, and she's like, uh-uh. Yeah, she's no. not like him for some reason. 
Well, again, I, we were trying to explain this to our friend Bobby, who was watching last night. Like, in the books, Tyrion is way more ugly. And I really think, like, I know that's like, it's bad, but, I mean, that's what makes it so terrible for Sansa. Because I feel like if Peter Dinklage was there, she'd be like, well, all right. This is pretty cool. That's well, he's good. such a player in the in the TV show, too. Yeah, and he's yeah. so not. It's just yeah, in the, in the book, he's he's less of a player and more of a, I have a lot of money so I can get props. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, he's kind of creepy, too. Just the same as how Brienne, like, in the show, like, you, you could be like, oh, yeah, Brienne and Jamie could get together. But in the books, it's like, mm-mm. mm-mm. No, no way. Brian's no straight up super ugly in the books, and Jamie's not. So I remember, like, in in high school, and we were studying about medieval times, and we we're like, oh, a highborn person would never, like, get with, like, a uh, knight, or, or not even, yeah, like a knight, like a lowborn, like, just never, yeah. ever. And then, like, this book, it's all, like, everybody gets with everybody, and they all have sex. It's like, no, that's definitely not how it goes down at all. All um, right, we did it. Guys, what's what's that smell? This milk is rot. Yay. Yay, we did it. All right, we're done.